The Crash and Mars Podcast. All right, for those of you who are Gen Xers and for those of you who are millennials, let me know if this study rings true to you. Now, they looked at a woman who was age 50 and a woman who was age 25, and they had a look at the difference in what they do on a day-to-day basis. Mm -hmm. Now, that's obviously a pretty big jump between ages. That's a huge gap. Mm -hmm. But here's what they found. Gen X women are more likely to do all the housework care for children, do lawn work, and read for pleasure more so than millennial women. That sounds like a lot of hard work. (laughs) I don't do any of those things except for read. Yeah, yeah, you you got the book down. I got the books. You you attempt some gardening. Yeah, I I attempt it. Yeah. But I, yeah, I don't. You stick some flowers in pots. Yep. And then face plant into them. Yeah, and, and then, then you face fall plant into, into them. them. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> Millennial women are more inclined to exercise, spend leisure time on computers, take care of their pets, and it also finds that millennial women still get more sleep than Gen X women do. Now, the report uh, used the data to capture how people lived at a point in time between the ages of 23 and 38, is what they looked at. And for those who are Gen X, well, we're doing a lot more boomer stuff that our moms and dads did than millennial women are. Mm-hmm. They didn't look really at dudes. No, this is just uh, what the ladies are up to. Yeah, just what the ladies are up to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, Gen X women were also more likely to work part time than millennial women. Millennial women are more likely to work full time. These uh, Gen Xers, do they actually love doing like all the stuff that you oh, listed? Oh, it didn't say if they enjoyed oh, their okay. lives. Oh, okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, are they loving like laundry? Yeah, no. Are they loving cleaning? No, not at all. I don't, I, I highly doubt it. I don't think so. Anyone that's a Gen X right now, do you, do you have a passion for laundry? <laughs> I don't think anybody <laughs> no. has a passion for laundry. Yeah. I did though. In like the last like six days, I read two books. Yeah, you're here. Uh, oh, good for you. Mars is going hard into uh, uh, reading books again. Well, I'm getting up early in the morning and I don't want to watch TV. So I read from like seven till nine on the weekend. Up, you get up early on the weekends too? Yeah. I was up at 6 a.m. Saturday and Sunday. Yeah, this I was up at seven. Yeah, I didn't read. I just watched TV. <laughs> <laughs> I was on my phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I know Mars is uh, buying so many books. Uh, now we're doing bookshelves in a room. Oh, now, yeah. yeah now, got, we're, well, now we're making a library. I've got like piles of books. So many books. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, why are they on the floor? They need to go on shelves. What about so. uh, like a, just a e-reader? Everyone laughed when I was using my e-reader months ago. I'm still using it? I, I got really busy and okay. I haven't had a chance to read any books. Yeah, gotcha. gotcha. You know what? This might be an unpopular opinion. Uh-huh. I don't like e-readers. Ah, I've had I've had an e-reader before. I didn't mind it. It was nice for traveling. Yeah, yeah. Because you don't have to load all these. It books. is good for traveling. Yeah, but there is something about feeling. No, the book. I like feeling a book, and I know that that's going to make me sound like I'm an ancient grandma. Uh-huh. But I I love. Going to the bookstore. Mm-hmm. I love looking at books. I like even like before I read a book, this is going to sound like I'm crazy. Yeah. But I like like putting the book down before it's even open. And I like feeling the like on the paperback books. Yeah. yeah. The cover. Sometimes they feel really buttery. Sometimes they feel really like just a soft, like sandy just, they're feel. They're just soft. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the, the, the texture of the book is really key. If you're going to be hanging on to it. I like holding a book. I like turning the pages of a book. I like uh, even flipping like when you when you run the pages through your thumb and it goes. Yeah, Yeah. I I just like it. I like it a lot. Do you feel like it's way more satisfying reading a book like a paperback novel 
uh, than, uh, than the e-reader. Yes, I nickel back it. For <laughs> yeah, sure I do. Yeah, yeah. Without a doubt. Like it's just more satisfying. I just, I don't know. I just like it. I like, I like walking into my bedroom and seeing my book with my bookmark sitting on my nightstand. Mm -hmm. I like getting in the tub and hold. I don't know. I just, I really like it. Reading a book in the tub though, like the pages get wet, don't they? They do. It's annoying. Yeah. yeah. It's still cheaper to replace than dropping your e-reader. Ah, good true. point. Good yeah. point. Very true. People are saying the smell of the book too. Oh, like you can't get away yeah. from that. It's That's a good smell. A good book smell. Yeah. It's nice. Because it's, it's like a, like a good musty paper. It, mm -hmm. Yeah, a little bit. Like mm -hmm. if, if there could be a good version of a yeah. musty smell, it would be a, a paperback novel. And it's, and it's nice because um, living downtown, I, I'm in within walking distance to a bookstore. Mm -hmm. So I can just like walk to the bookstore and oh. I spend like hours in there. When like uh, we're going to be putting up bookshelves this week. Mm -hmm. What do we do with all these books? So you do after you read them, you just put them on the shelf and yeah, that's it. It's like my hunting trophy. Mm -hmm. I'm like, look at what I conquered. Cause you're never going to go back and read the book. I so read 85 just, books. Yeah. Why put them on the shelf? You don't yeah. reread books. No, I have. I've what? read. I've reread books. The only time I've read a book, reread a book, is maybe if I started reading it on vacation and then halfway through the book I stopped reading it. That's the only time I reread a book. I still have all of the books from when I was like in high school, junior high. Oh, sometimes I'll reread them. Really? Oh, really? Because mm -hmm. like, they're they're stories that I read when I was like, like your Twilight series. Oh, I love Twilight. I love Twilight too. <laughs> don't you? you? Shut your mouth. Yeah, you shut your mouth, crap. Oh I have so many good memories <laughs> reading those books. Oh. You're missing Ginge, huh? Yeah. Haley, I yeah. love Twilight. I love that oh whole series. God, it was so good. So good. I love reading YA books. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. At least you gave that series away, though. I did, yeah. I, you, gave I gave it to, it you gave it to a child on the beach, and then mm -hmm. the mom yelled at you that you're giving this kid porn. Porn, yes. <laughs> I got into a big argument with her. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> this filth. Yeah. How dare yeah. you give my daughter filth? Yeah, uh, no, rereading books is great. Huh. This text here says, I really like Audible. I like having a book read to me. LOL, apparently I'm a child. No, you're not. I, I have Audible as well. I mm -hmm. like listening to books while I drive. I know. I haven't done that either. Yeah. I really should. I, I can't do podcasts. No. Because I working in radio, your ears kind of tune out noise. Yeah, yeah. If you're doing something else. Oh, so I'll okay. be listening to podcasts while I'm doing chores. But you're not picking up I'm on I'm not it. picking up anything. I'm oh. Like, oh, we're 30 minutes in the podcast. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Who are these people? <laughs> you do have to like yeah, The character listen. development is terrible you in gotta this. really focus and pay attention. So yeah, that's yeah. why I need all of my attention reading something. Just yeah. one, one on one. That's absorb it. Yeah. it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, by the way, you guys, if you're reading great books, fire me, uh, say, um, fire mm -hmm. me a suggestion on Instagram. Mm. Also me. And Haley too. <laughs> We're always looking for a good book around here. Mm -hmm. so I like those, uh, the, the sexy ones. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> What do you mean? Like the spooning Harlequins. Do you? Oh, I love Harlequin books. <gasps> when we were at the bookstore over the weekend, there's a whole shelf. Oh, and yeah. I'm like, do people actually buy these anymore? I, yeah, I said to me. Yes, they do. <laughs> I love this book. I like the. Yeah, I used is to be. Is it just like cheesy softcore? Is that oh, what yeah. it is? Yeah. Basically. Yeah. <laughs> like it never gets to that point, but it's there. But it's good. In the books? You're is like, that oh, what it is? Romance. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. He unbuttoned her glove. <laughs> So hot. <laughs> take a break. Yeah, right. Gotta put this book down. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> oh man, that's cool. I like. I read a lot of like. I like thrillers. Mm. I don't mind horror every now and again. Ooh, I mm. like horror, and I like books that have like a really good twist in them. Ooh, where you're not expecting it. 
Yeah, yeah. Like a good Dean Koontz. I also like a good book <laughs> where you read it and it makes you sob. Oh. Like full on tears. I've, I've never I done don't that think with I've ever cried with a book. Oh, you got to read My Sister's Keeper. They I did it in, read it. They turned it into the movie. It's not the same, but I sobbed. Okay, so hold book. on. You read it. You I read, were stone I read, cold. I read it years ago. And Haley was a mess. What? Yeah. Should you be crying with this book? Oh yeah, it's a sad book. What is wrong with you, Mars? Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> like Haley, Mars should have been crying, right? Oh, she should have been. Oh. It was a really sad book. Oh, oh maybe God. I took too much CBD and I was just numb. <laughs> yeah, that might be it. <laughs> That could, that could be it. it. <laughs> that could be it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, shoot Haley and I a message. Like uh, either one of us on Instagram, let us know what you guys are reading. I'll pass it along to them. Pass Thank it you. along, yeah. and I'll post some of the books that I'm reading too. Well, there's some good ones coming in. Yeah, there is some good ones. Excellent. Whose book club are you big into now, Reese? Oh, I like Reese Witherspoon. Reese Witherspoon. Yeah, like the Oprah book club is done. I still look Reese at Oprah's. Oh, no, Oprah I look at Oprah's still list. Has some stuff? Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, I was. Uh, anyways, what were we talking about? Re- I don't know. Oh, with the oh, with the Gen X. We sorry, we got into reading. <laughs> Way too distracted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we really get into books. Yeah, we did get into books. No good. Read. Reading is good. Man, it's good for your brain. Oh, yeah. Susie in the West End loves Intensity by Dean Koontz. Oh, there's my Dean Koontz. Crash love. likes Ooh. Dean Koontz. Little Michael and Crichton. Michael Crichton. Yeah. yeah, that's another one. You want a good book? Get those. they write good books get those get reading yeah you might as well yeah you should have cried on that book Mars everyone's saying they bawled I didn't cry it was really sad maybe you should give it another read oh and then see if you have feelings (laughs) reread it or the a dog's purpose Oh, I can't. <laughs> That'll make me sob. I know for sure I cannot read A Dog's mm-hmm. Purpose. Mm-hmm. I can't even look at the book and I tear up. <laughs> <laughs> you know exactly what it's going to be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> right. This text oh, here. There's some good, there's some good recommendations. Yeah. It says, guys, this suggestion is for Haley. Mm-hmm. A Touch of Darkness. Ooh. Aaron on the North Side said it's super spicy. Darkness. Apparently, he unbuttons a few gloves. Oh. <laughs> Yes, thank you. Oh, it's about Persephone and Hades. Oh. Okay, that is really right up my alley. <laughs> oh, there you go. Oh, look at that cover. <laughs> there's a whole bunch of uh, books that I've also been recommended in the uh, research readers also enjoyed section. Oh, so I've been recommended a couple of these. I might have to start buying some. Do it. Mm. Do you find like the sexy books? It's way better having the book than uh, just on an e-reader. Mm. Does it change the vibe of it? I think so. Because there's something there's something different about holding a book versus holding an I e-reader. Agree. You've got that feel in your hands. Mm-hmm. You're reading the printed like pages, which is different than reading something on a screen. You've got the smell of the book. You don't get the, the this cover that I just posted. A touch of darkness. You don't get the color cover on an e-reader. <laughs> like this one, that just reeks hotness. Yeah. Like it's red. It's all red. It's all red. It's <laughs> like Margot Robbie on the cover too. Yeah. Right. That's hot. Mm. Good stuff. People, a lot of people have a library. At yeah, home. library yeah. looks cool. Huh? I have over five hundred hardcover books in my library, which is in my spare bedroom. Nice. I, sh- I should take a picture for you guys. I dabbled in um, some putting some books on the shelf, and I put them backwards. Yeah. So you see the paper, not yeah, the, you see not the paper, binding. Not the title. Cool. It looks really good. It does look really good. I bet. It looks well, really yeah, initially, good. I'm like, "What are you doing?" That's I'm like, "That is the most ridiculous thing ever." Because now, if I want to read a book, I got to flip through all these to figure out which ones. You're which. not reading my yeah. books. <laughs> you got your e-reader. <laughs> you, yeah, you're not reading nothing. <laughs> that book setup is not for you, Crash. <laughs> 
<laughs> Let's be honest. All right, all right. You're not reading nothing. <laughs> I guess if you read them, so <laughs> yeah. it doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Fine. There are good movies and there are bad movies, and then there are even ones in between. But some movies are just so boring that they're not even worth your time reviewing. The website, uswitch.com, analyzed user ratings on IMDb for negative keywords and poor reviews. Mm -hmm. And they were able to put together the last 15 most boring movies of the last 20 years. And I'm going to go through some of them. I haven't seen a lot of these. Some of them are very popular. And you guys let me know on whether or not you agree or disagree on if these movies were super boring. And there's kids movies on here too. Mm -hmm. So let's start with this one. Number one, The Last Airbender. I didn't see it. Didn't see it. No, me neither. Yeah. That's number one for the most boring movie of all time. Mm. Number two, Annabelle. I liked Annabelle. I didn't mind Annabelle. It was slow. It It, was slow, but... It was slow. If you are like a fan of the Conjuring movies, though, it adds a lot of plot to the series. Because like we watched it and it kept our attention. Did it? I liked it. I think so. We didn't have our phones in our hand. I'm pretty sure I played a whole game through that movie, yeah. yeah. Uh, number three from 2016, The Suicide Squad. Oh, I watched that one. I haven't seen it. Is it boring? It was okay. Yeah. It's yeah. considered one of the most boring movies in the last 20 years. Is it long? It is. Yeah. It's very long. Too bad. And it kind of uh, doesn't really hold your attention. Mm-hmm. Okay. Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace from 1999. Just pick any Star Wars. Crash, what the hell's wrong with you? <laughs> Episode one. Mm-hmm. Most boring movie of all time. Um, I will agree with that. I actually lined up at the theater with my friends. We were all dressed in Star Wars stuff to go see that. Oh, God. At West Edmonton Mall. Why would you yeah. do that? Because it was cool. Was it, though? Wow. These are the same people that used to keep their fingernails. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, (laughs) everyone, everyone did their nail clippings in line, put them in a jar, and then put your costumes on. Yeah, then we went to go see Star Wars. That's right. (laughs) Alice in Wonderland from 2010. So this is the Tim Burton version with Johnny Depp. Super Mm. boring. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was okay. Okay, Ice Age Continental Drift. This was the fourth Ice Age movie. It's I, for kids. I feel like we watched it. And people say that it's the most boring movie of all time. Huh. Uh, I don't remember uh, it. Continent. I'm I don't pretty sure we did. We've probably seen it crash. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, I think we watched it. Super boring. Yeah, I don't mind those. Another kids movie, uh, Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs 2. Mm. Apparently, what's that? I didn't see the second one. No, was the first one any good? Yeah, the first one was cute. But not cute enough to watch the second one. Not cute enough for them to do it again. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. That one is considered one of the most most boring movies of all time. Mm. Green Lantern, Justice League Mm. is on there. And X-Men Apocalypse all come up at the bottom. Mm. So those are all considered the most boring. Let me know what you guys think about this when it comes to the most boring television shows. Yeah. Grey's Anatomy. Yeah. Maybe for people that are fans of it, maybe it's not boring, I guess. I don't know. It's just, but there's it's, a lot of seasons. And I just feel like it's the same thing mm-hmm. over, over and, and over. over and over. Okay, you guys are going to get mad over this one. Yeah. The Walking Dead. You shut your mouth. I haven't seen it. Oh. Con- considered one of the most boring TV shows. I love The Walking Dead. Okay. 
I I picture it to be very action packed. So how can it be boring? It's good. Um, I stopped watching when my favorite character died, though. Oh, really? Because <laughs> I was just watching for him. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You didn't even care about the storyline. <laughs> no. <Nope. laughs> All right. He's handsome. <laughs> Girls is on that list as well. That's Leah Dunham's show. Mm. And I then I do agree with this last one here. And a lot of people are going to be mad about it. Yeah. Riverdale. Uh, yes. Yeah. You just, that just fell off the map for you. Uh, eh? It's so boring. Yeah. yeah. They've run out of stuff. Well, and those actors are very salty towards uh, Canada and Vancouver. Are they? Well, I think she was joking. Mm. I don't know. There's that, a lot of them that make references. Like, I think they, I'm guessing it basically sounds like they're just tied into contracts that they don't want to be. Yeah. And, they, and they're in Vancouver for yeah. a long period of time. Yeah. Oh. The, uh, the girl who plays Veronica. Oh, uh, Camilla Mendez. She posted a post talking about what Vancouver girls look like. Oh, I did see that. Yeah, so she I, was I don't know if she was them. trying to be funny and it missed Oof. the like, mark yeah. or. Yeah, it was a little cringy. I don't and know. And one of the main dudes was not too, not too flattering on Vancouver. And yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know. Oh, I think no. they do. I'm guessing those actors just want the series done. Well, how bored are they? Well, yeah. You know, that they you're probably attacking. go in. They're like dumb script, dumb set. <laughs> here we go. Ah, go. <laughs> this text here says Riverdale is so dumb. I can't stand watching it. At this point, it's secondhand embarrassment. It's mm-hmm. like how many seasons have they pumped out? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I found the first and the second season were the best. Yeah. And then they started getting into like some really weird stuff. And mm. there was witchcraft involved and mm-hmm. cults. I'm like, okay. Which should have been right up Mars's alley. Yeah, but it was done poorly. Like it's a modern day craft. <laughs> it was done poorly. <laughs> Shut your mouth. The craft is the greatest movie of all time. And they already redid the craft. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, the original craft, one of the best movies of all time. Oh, God. Definitely. <laughs> uh, this text here says, I agree about The Walking Dead. You just stop caring after a while. Too many seasons. Mm-hmm. This text here says, Riverdale, it's true. I stopped watching and tried to give it another try, but it's so weird and just so boring. Mm-hmm. Orange is the uh, new black went that route, too. We were watching it, watching it. It was good, good, good. And then we're just like, Ew. yeah, we just stopped. It was just boring. And we literally stopped. And I don't feel like I need to pick it up to be like, oh, what did I miss? Mm-hmm. I'm just like, yeah, it's it's done. Yeah. If you want a better prison one to watch, check out Wentworth. I tried. We tried. Really? Yeah. Oh, I loved it. I've watched it like three times. Yeah. It's really? good. It's another one. It just, you know, some shows just don't hook you. Yeah. Maybe you just don't like prison. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> prison. It was the same thing. And I know a lot of people on Instagram are all jumping all over us all the time for um, Yellowstone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can't do it. We it's, tried twice. It's a lot to focus on. It's, it just, the hook is not there for me. No. Mm-hmm. I don't find it interesting at all. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Jesus, the craft is a masterpiece. Thank you. I know. <laughs> listen, there's some really smart people who listen to the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. This text here says the craft is awesome. The rest are just all right. Mm. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, Bridgerton. Some people are throwing down Bridgerton. Oh, I you thought, guys were raving about I, that. I loved Bridgerton. Oh, I, I loved thought it was it great. Yeah. And didn't they announce a new season? Yes. Yes, yeah. but, the, but that main hottie's not there anymore, right? No, they're focusing on the brother Anthony. Just as hot. Just as hot. Oh, that works for him. Ah, uh, yeah, he's not as hot. <laughs> he's, he's not as hot, but yeah. he's like second tier hot. Oh, okay, like no. it'll do. <laughs> it'll work. <laughs> <laughs> I'll watch it. I guess. Okay, all right. Yeah, <laughs> I guess so.
Women have to constantly be mindful of their man's ego and how fragile it is. And if you don't believe me, this one stat is probably going to convince you. A new study found that women are twice as likely to fake it in bed if they earn more money than their husband or boyfriend. Wow. <laughs> Hayden's lucky. <laughs> he makes more than I do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so as a lady, if you're the breadwinner... You're more likely to feel that you might have to protect your man's ego in other ways. Mm-hmm. So yeah, crank up the dramatics in the bedroom. <laughs> right. That sounds like a horror movie. <laughs> Are you okay? Yeah, yeah, that's a good time. <laughs> yeah. Now, even if you're not the one making more money, it also found that women will fake it in bed more in general if they think a guy's worried about his manhood or if his ego is at stake. <laughs> Jeez. The example that they use, if he is unable to fix something in the house and you guys head to the bedroom, the lady will fake it more so he feels better about being a man. No, <laughs> no, no, not a chance. I believe this it. is a bad study. <laughs> I believe it. Though. I believe it, too. Uh, <laughs> I believe it, too. No, I think it's just your. if someone is in a if you're fella like in a, gets in a mood. Is in a mood. Yeah, like if you're in a straight relationship and if your fella is in a mood. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, maybe you, you know, crank up the... Yeah, you amp it up. You go ahead and dig back down to those old theater days in high school and uh. you, you, <laughs> <laughs> oh God. you crank it up. Or you try to match a couple vids that you watched. <laughs> so that he feels a little bit better. <laughs> yeah. Just play the sound in the background. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Open your mouth while the sound is playing. Mime it. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. So that he feels a little bit yeah, better. Yeah, this one. Yes, Crash. It's a very bad study. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> oh, boy. So there you go. I don't say it often, but fake news. No, it's... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. If your lady makes more than you, she might be... Uh... And really, do you care? You probably don't. No. You guys don't care. No, it's still a good time. It's still a good time. <laughs> exactly. All right. It looks like we're now at the point in time where VHS tapes are considered ancient relics. That sell for tens of thousands of dollars. Oh, my God. Sorry, guys. I don't recall the last time I've touched a vhs yeah i i don't know either right i i don't i don't we haven't had movies like dvds or vhs's for a long time i think the last time i touched a vhs was when i recorded myself on the news in halifax (laughs) (laughs) that was like 16 years ago that's the oldest sentence i've ever heard i know well this is this is what happened this is what happened is crash got fired in Halifax yeah from the radio station they fired him they didn't fire me but they fired Crash and he was sad about it yeah and so we I were, didn't run to the news about that. no he didn't run to the news about that <laughs> we were going for a brunch on a Saturday after Crash got fired at our favorite breakfast spot and when we pulled up it was on fire <laughs> so the news was there yeah reporting on this place being on fire and crash was a little emotional because he just got fired from his job and now my favorite breakfast joint and then so he started to cry a little bit on the side of the street yeah and so the news the news of course saw this and was like this is like this is is gold this is the guy (laughs) yeah this is what you want to see on tv they said could you please share some memories of your this restaurant yeah and crash went on a big speech on the news I had to. About I had to. how sad he was. Well, it's such a loss to the community. 
<laughs> yeah, it was about yeah loss to the a loss about good breakfast. Yeah, to the community. The the employees are now unemployed. Yeah. It was sad, sad time. I oh. was standing off camera, of course, shaking my head. I'm like, like, this oh guy. My God. <laughs> and I'm like, he's upset because he just got fired. Yeah. <laughs> he's not upset because this restaurant's burning to the ground. Well, I might have been a little hangry, too. <laughs> That's where the tears came from. Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, Crash made the six o'clock news. So we uh, popped a VHS in and I had to record it. And taped it. I don't know where that tape is. No. It's probably long gone. Someone said, can you post a link of Crash Crying? I don't think there is one. No, this is... It was so long ago. Like 16, 17 years ago. It wasn't that 17. 16. No way. We've been doing... We've been at now for 12, 13 years. Oh my God, it was that long. It's 16 years. You were sad. Well, yeah. <laughs> you were sad. I wanted breakfast. Yeah, I know. I know you did, buddy. <laughs> I wasn't even concerned about the job. <laughs> it was such a good restaurant, too. It's too yeah. bad it was on fire. Uh, nonetheless, though, a first print of 1984's The Terminator mm. sold for $32,500, the VHS tape. On an online Holy auction. Crap. The tape is almost in perfect condition. It received a 9 out of 10 for its preservation and a 7 out of 10 for the tape's corners and edges. They still got the box, everything. An executive at Comic Connect said the tape sold in three days, adding there's now an increase in VHS purchases over the last few years. So people are back into looking for VHS. Is this like the, the hype of vinyl again? Well... People are like, you know what? I guess. Movies are better consumed on no. VHS. Vinyl I get, though, because you're looking for a sound. Uh. VHS tapes look like crap. Yeah, but you might be looking for that now. I don't know. Because look at, look at all like uh, filters with uh, certain apps. You can make things look very old. Yeah, but VHS is like super inferior compared to TV now. Wow. Like well, you yeah, can't. I, I want a crisp picture. We yeah. were watching uh, some old Hell's Kitchen um, over, uh, not Hell's Kitchen, uh, Kitchen Nightmares. Kitchen Nightmares, yeah. We're watching some of that over the weekend on YouTube, and my God, the quality is atrocious from 2012. Yeah, it's bad. Yeah. It looks like, because nothing is high def. Yeah. It's very, like, it's 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 just, it's it's horrible to watch. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if you'd pop in an old VHS. Like, Haley, you majority grew up on, like, a... Like DVD. Non, yeah, DVD, it would be. DVD, Blu-ray. I had VHSs probably until... You were four? Four or five. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh I only God. had them for a couple of years. Yeah. But, but you've yeah. just known like DVD, Blu-ray life. For the most part. Yeah. I had, um, when we were growing up, we had uh, like a TV book stand filled with VHS movies. Did you ever pull them out though? Yeah. Or it was a display? Oh, we used to watch them. Oh, like okay. I remember some movies, the VHS tapes were orange because mm. they were like the special edition ones. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Huh. I grew up on VHS. Okay. I had to rewind it all the time. Yeah, yeah. Please that was be like kind and rewind. The tail end of my childhood. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all right. I want to know from you guys. Uh, give us a shout. 780-489-4669. Text us if you like as well at 56789. Uh, I want to know about your VHS collections. Who's still got a VHS collection at home and are you watching it? Mm. Also, I want to know if uh, you've got like the old like blockbuster, like if you've got some actual... Well, VHS from, from stores. Well, when all those uh, video stores shut down, like Rogers Video, yeah. Jumbo Video, sure. when they all shut down, they just blew out all their uh, movies. So you just go in and buy copious amounts of movies. Or like you VHS. just you didn't return the ones that you or had. Or you didn't return them, yeah. Right? Like if you took out six Blockbuster movies, yeah. and then Blockbuster shuts its doors, mm-hmm. you're not returning those. Yeah. 
right? By the way, this Terminator one, because someone on the app is really mad right now. Over what? They just blew out their VHS collection for $20. Oh, no! (laughs) This text says, are you effing kidding me, Mars? I had over 200 VHSs, stored them in my basement for 20 years, Yeah, just sold every single one for only $20 a week ago. Oh, no. I bet you if you go on like eBay or Kijiji, you'll see them for top dollar. No way. Probably. I'm sure you, if you had over 200, you probably got some premium ones in there. But they have to be in mint condition. I think people still buy ones with uh, like some tattered edges just to have them. For 20 bucks for 200, you probably could have sold some for 100 bucks like, each. That angry texture is highlighting their Tango and Cash VHS tape. It, it, sh- it better have been in good condition. This text here says, What is VHS? <laughs> it's a movie tape. You'll get it. So if you've been collecting movies, maybe you've got a whole ton of them in your basement. Is anybody sitting around with hundreds of VHS? Are all of them from Blockbuster or Rogers Video or anything like that? Could have got 18 bucks for Tango and Cash. Oh, wow. (laughs) For that one alone. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Not the whole collection. (laughs) For one. All right. If you're still rocking the VHS, give us a shout. This, This is the Crash and Mars podcast. If you're just joining us this morning, we're talking about a first print VHS of the Terminator sold for $32,500 US in auction. It was in near perfect condition. Uh, Nine out of 10 for its preservation. A seven out of 10 for the tape's corners and edges. Mm -hmm. Meaning like I think with both the box and the tape itself, it needs to be like a pristine. What was better, the the cardboard box or the plastic one with the cardboard's insert, the sleeve? I like the plastic. Because like a lot of yeah. Disney movies came in the big white plastic one. Yeah, my parents have a whole ton of Disney VHSs, mm. like a whole ton of them. Gotta get in there and unload that. Yeah. You, I, you have all those old dolls that well, you can probably nobody, get some cash the, on. No, nobody cares about the dolls. They're well-played. They're well-loved dolls. Oh, like I, hair's cut. I love faces them. Faces are melted no. from magnifying glasses. God, no, I would have never have done that to my doll. I loved my dolls. Mm. Loved them. I think they're good condition. You just don't want to get rid of them. <laughs> Leave my dolls. <laughs> okay. God. Okay, the dolls stay. The, the, the Cabbage doll. Patch Kids stay. Yeah. Now, family, you want them? I got in a huge fight with my parents when they gave my dolls to my nieces. I well, yanked them out of that little girl's hand. Yeah, aren't the dolls meant to be played with? <laughs> They're mine. Oh, jeez. Yeah, my Barbies got given away. Uh. Oh, what? Yeah, my mom worked at a dental office at yeah. the time, and they decided that all of my Barbies, since I wasn't playing with them as much, went to the dental office. <gasps> so I got to see them when I visited my mom at work. Oh. Like, I get if you take the crap toys, but you leave the Barbies. Mm-hmm. And I got to see them after they'd been, like, manhandled well, in the waiting with? room. Yeah. Oh. <sighs> Waiting room kids are just horrible. Like some, bar- some Barbies are missing limbs. Oh, and they didn't. All their hair was messed up, and there was oh. gum. And I'm like, oh, and oh. Angelica, what happened to you? <laughs> yeah. Oh, horrendous. Yeah. Oh, jeez. It is wild though. The collections that uh, you guys have. Yeah. Your VHS collections. Uh, poker guys at the top here. How you doing, poker guy? Good. How are you guys this morning? Doing fantastic. Um, you have a uh, mint version of some VHS tapes, right? What do you got? Uh. I got the Titanic that's never been opened, still in the cellophane. Wow. Really? I bought, yeah, I bought it for my former wife for Valentine's Day when it came out. She went and saw it and she loved it. Yeah, so never you bought it and it's it, unopened. Watch it. Is it a collector's edition one or just, uh, just a sealed new tape? Uh, no, I believe it's the collector's. Uh, Have you me- ever looked up the price of that? No. I just pulled it up. This one says Titanic VHS 99 collector's edition sealed, brand new. 
on eBay right now, $6,300. No. Get out of here. No, it's right I agree. Here. Get out of here, Crash. Uh, no. <laughs> it's literally uh, 63 That's the current bid. It started at 5000 Is it two? No, Crash. I'm oh. on one. It's like $9. No, right here. <laughs> Is it? A, it's the double? I believe so. This one's not even the double, and it's going for sixty three hundred. Well, that's a lie because I've got one. You know what? No, Crash is lying to you, poker guy. I've got one here for yeah. twenty four ninety nine. And your name means you should probably sell the tape and go to the casino. It, well, <laughs> don't gamble on that. Also, the Star Wars original trilogy. Oof. I know you don't respect it, but you don't have any taste in movies. Crash. Preach. You got great taste in women, but not good taste in movies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah yes poker guy oh that is golden i like you i like you a lot yeah well if you ever do sell that video the vhs i hope you get some good cash for it all right guys have a great morning yeah, you too Thanks, buddy take guy. care bye-bye i like him great line line of the day guy. Right there. <laughs> guy. call anytime bestie call anytime oh my yeah, god he's a good guy man yeah. Uh, another one here, uh, Sonia. Hello. Hey, how's it going? Doing fantastic. Uh, your dad's the one with the big VHS collection, right? Yeah, he had hundreds of videos that he's bought or recorded over the years. Yeah. And when I was a teenager, like I moved out early when I was a teenager, and we, because we didn't have cable, we'd go to my dad's house and grab some movies, but we would literally have to write down all the movies and the dates and everything to rent them out from him. Oh, he, Wait, he was he like a, a video that? rental store. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he had like lots of people getting movies from him. And to this day, he still has them. And then he has a Blu-ray and DVD movies too i don't know how many he has all together anymore though he's still hanging wow. on to that collection does he does he display them or they're just all in boxes they he's got them all alphabetically ordered in bookcases in his living room wow 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 yeah. Yeah, one of our uh, friends many years ago, we went uh, like upstairs in their house, and remember that big movie wall? Yeah. It was just like loaded with hundreds of movies. We're like, holy crap. And we start pulling a couple out, and they're like, whoa, 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 it's alphabetical. And we're like, oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you'd, you'd have to put little books or something in the spot where the movie you t- took out so yeah. that you can put it back in the exact same place. Holy yeah. crap, that's yep. great. Okay, thanks, Sonia. Thanks, Sonia. You bet. Have a great week. You too. Take care. Bye-bye. Thanks. Bye. Man. Uh, anyone that uh, is big into movies, I think you just go hardcore on organizing them, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you organize them up. It becomes like but, your display. But like the VHS, such a thick tape. Like it took yeah. up so much room. There's a lot of people who are regretting dropping Rubbermaids full of VHSs off now. Well, remember when donations. we did the Now Family Garage Sale? And we had our our table at the front where now family members can drop stuff off and we mm-hmm. sell it for charity. Yeah. People would drop off boxes and boxes of VHS. And we're like, oh, God, how are we going to move this? A lot of them were sold. Kristen yeah. Sherwood Park says, good morning, guys. I had boxes of VHS tapes when I moved. I tried to donate them to several places, even full Disney collections. Oh. Most places didn't have a VHS machine. I ended up putting them in the Value Village box. Now I'm sitting here crying at my kitchen table mm-hmm. because out of all those boxes, I probably could have paid for a nice tropical vacation. Yeah. Yep. You, yeah. Probably. What are you doing to we're me? We're not going to deny that. You totally could have had yeah, a tropical vacation. <laughs> 
the Disney ones. I mean, I don't know about it. Like we just looked at the Titanic. Yeah. Crash is throwing out bad numbers at poker guy. I'm seeing $9. I don't know. Well, you got to look at the sealed ones. That's what I'm on. Factory sealed. Never opened. But it's, $9. But it's a limited edition one. I know a lot of Titanic videos rolled out. I think a lot of people had that one. That's why. But it sounds like he had the premium one. Did he, though? Uh, there's only one way to find out. Poker guy needs to put it online <laughs> and start the and, bid and at $5,000. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, Carl, uh, you have a big VHS collection? Oh, yeah. We have uh, at least a couple hundred for sure. A and we have some hundred. rare we have some rare ones even for VHS, like uh, Frankenhooker. With the talking box. Oh, I remember uh, Frankenhooker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's and a the classic. Box. You want a date? Do you want a date? <laughs> <laughs> I remember that one. Are they in yeah. good condition, your VHS tapes, or are they kind of... Oh, no, they're in great condition. Wow. Yeah, all of them. Yeah. Have you ever thought of yeah. selling them? No, we actually watched them up until about a year ago until our VHS uh, slash CD or DVD player died. <gasps> and, yeah, uh, yeah, now you can't get a VHS, so we're just kind of waiting to see if we could get a VHS, but now it looks like it might be our retirement plan. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, yeah, if it's going for that much money, seriously, you should sit down like on a weekend or whatever. Just go through all well, your movies. Like if it's cold even, and check it out. Yeah, even the Frankenhooker one, like I said, that's rare in itself. Yeah. Never mind for the VHS, so that one alone is probably worth a lot. Yeah, absolutely. You should check it out. Yeah. Go on eBay and see. I mean, that'd be pretty neat if you can make a couple. You know, hundred thousand dollars, not one hundred thousand. Oh, if we make like a million, I'll call you back. <laughs> Please if, do. If we make a million, I'll call you guys back. I, yeah, and I'll that'd send be great. You some donuts. I would oh, appreciate perfect. that, Carl. Thank you. I just you. did a quick search on Frankenhooker on eBay. One hundred and twenty-seven bucks. There you go. There you go. Yeah, yeah, that's your retirement, buddy. Wow. And that, but is that the talking box? Because there's two. Oh. One is the talking box and one is not. We have the talking box. It says, do you want a date? Do you want a date? So it's like a, it's a, like a novelty. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah That's exactly. really cool. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, I wish you luck with the sale of yeah, that. Yeah, good luck, Carl. <laughs> right, up, right on, guys. I'll let you know. Okay, okay take, take care. Okay, bye-bye. Have a great one. Bye-bye. I didn't mean to say hundreds of thousands. I meant to say hundreds of dollars. <laughs> And then it's Monday or it's Tuesday. I don't even know what day it is. So thousands just slipped in there. Uh, I just saw another one here of Frankenhooker on eBay. Uh, this one, uh, I don't know if it's talking box, but it does say tested and cleaned. What happened to the oh, box? Oh, no, you, you clean the tape. That's what I'm guessing is that so the tape doesn't have like dust or anything on it. You probably clean because mm. you can run... The like VHS, that, little, that actual the tape microfiber thing yeah, or whatever? Yeah, oh, okay. So that's probably what it is. No, it's some gives you a, with a box. No, I, I mean, it is Frankenhooker. <laughs> right? But, yeah, so I don't know if it gives you a crisper picture. Oh, it's VHS. Who yeah, knows? yeah. Who knows? Uh, one more on this. Sure. Jacqueline's hanging up. Uh, growing up, you had a big old movie collection too, right? I did, yeah. I'm, I'm about 41. Yeah. But uh, no one needs to know that. Yeah. <laughs> I had all the Disney collection and... Uh, Lots of other VHS movies and such. And I found them in my basement just recently, and I've got them all, well, some of them on eBay right now. Oh, so you, you're starting to sell some of them. Are, what are they moving yeah. for? Like, are people bidding on them? Absolutely, and asking so many questions and for extra pictures, it's insane. Extra pictures, like really? Of, of you holding them? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, no, I don't know. If they <laughs> like, could, could you please put your VHS tape in between your feet? <laughs> All of a sudden it quadruples the price. You're like, eh, whatever. <laughs> no, I should try that. Maybe I'll make more money. No, I made ninety dollars. 
on my uh, black diamond uh, Little Mermaid. Really? Wow, good for you. Yeah. Wow. The it's Disney awesome. ones will go. Yeah. yeah that's it great. Like lightning. If they're in okay condition, which mine are mostly. Yeah. 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 Where, uh, where are you shipping them off to? Like, what's the most popular? That one went to Newfoundland. Newfoundland, okay. Wow. Yeah, and you just send her off. Still, though, 90 bucks for one tape. Yeah, that's fantastic. That's pretty good. And yeah, it didn't cost me a penny. I, they paid for the shipping, 25 bucks, and away it went. Damn, there you go. You should just throw up a picture of you holding yeah, with see, your feet. Yeah, is, see how much more you get. See how much more. <laughs> the, yeah, all your DVDs that aren't hot sellers, put at your feet put in the picture. In see how that goes. <laughs> Oh man! I'll definitely try that guy. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. We want to make you some cash. Yeah, we do. All right, thanks for sharing. Have a great day. Thanks, guys. Have a great day. You too. Bye. This this is the Crash and Mars podcast. All right, have you ever looked at your dog and thought to yourself, "Man, even Spot is in better shape than I am." Not my dogs. All right, okay. (laughs) According to a bizarre new survey, 45% of dog owners say even their dog is in better shape than they are. Mm. Yeah, but dogs are running all the time. Mm -hmm. I know. They just want to run. Now, 21% of people said the opposite. They said that they are in better shape than their dog. It's unclear what the other 34% think. Maybe they've never compared their fitness to their dog, which is understandable. Mm Mm-hmm. 44% 44% of people exercise with their dogs at least once a week on average. Now, they didn't specify, but this is probably walking and jogging. You're not going out and like pumping iron with your dog. Mm-hmm. As for diet, almost 70% of dog owners say that paying attention to what their dog eats has encouraged them to pay more attention to what they eat as a human. So mm-hmm. like if you buy like a really healthy brand of dog food, you read through all the ingredients, you're like... Nothing but the best for Scruffy. Yes. And then you're like, hmm, I'm going to start reading ingredients on what I'm putting in my exactly. body. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's usually how it works. Are you, you are you more... reading the ingredients, though? Yeah, on my dog's food, yeah. 100%. On my food, eh, hit or miss. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, ah, I don't care. Yeah. It's hit or miss. The survey also highlighted how dogs are much more than companionship. More than half of dog owners enjoyed exercising, being outdoors, and even eating more or snacking more if they're doing it alongside their dog. Yeah, they're good. Mm, treat time. Yeah. yeah. For With, mom and for the puppies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah indeed. With the food, I feel like a lot of it's shame too. Because you can go to the vets and they'll look after your pets and then they'll say also they should be eating this, this, and this. And then they sell it right there. Oh, And yeah. now I'm buying it. Yeah. Like yeah. if my doctor also sold food, yeah, maybe, I guess, maybe yeah. I'm making healthier choices. Maybe, yeah. Because he's like, this is what you should be eating. They have like their own version of like a HelloFresh. Yeah. They're like, <laughs> <laughs> for a monthly subscription, we can get you here and here's all the nutritional value. You're like, okay, doctor. <laughs> Guys, they do this with medication, right? Well, they do. Isn't that just like the human version of it? Yeah, but I mean the actual like you can get your they'll write a prescription for your uh, dog, but you also get like the food there too. You're getting your whole bag yeah, of food, your bag of food. food. Here's a subscription for Weight Watchers. On your Weight Watchers. Oh my god. That's true. <laughs> yeah, that'll do it for you. Yeah, the Weight Watchers beside every uh, vet clinic. <laughs> <laughs> so you can roll in there afterwards. You should take that exit out. On yeah, your yeah, way. right. Because how, how they have the pet chart where it shows the belly bulging yeah. out. It's like, where's your pet fall? <laughs> you walk into Weight Watchers, they're like, oh, I fall into that. 
Yeah. It's you beside a photo of a chonky cat. (laughs) (laughs) And by the way, you guys aren't actually wrong. This study also shows that if you do have a chonky dog, you can probably afford to lose a few LBs yourself. Oh, no. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. It is what it is. It's winter weight. Yeah, right? (laughs) Yeah. That's what we say to our cat, Chloe. This is your winter coat. Yeah. Yeah. It's just all fur. Oh, sure. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah, she'll Just shed it. Heaviest fur you've ever found. <laughs> <laughs> She's a rare breed. <laughs> it's true. Speaking of exercise, uh, what age would you say is probably the most active in the number of uh, minutes that people are exercising per week? Hmm. What age would you say? Uh, oh, t- 28. 28? Like going to the gym or actually just being like active? Exercising for an average. Oh, I'll say like, uh, I'll go younger. I'll go like a 16 year old. 16. 16. Involved in sports. All right, okay. Uh, I guess. You got gym class every day. Uh, All right, okay. 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 You want to throw a guess in? You You know, I was going to say in mid 20s, but that's where I'm at, and it's not true. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to say early 20s, like 19, 20. 19 or 20. Yeah. Well, a new study is out that found that the average age of the person who was most active exercising for an average of 215 minutes a week is 57. 57? Yep. Is that like your your last lease on life? Well, I'm 57. You said, you're you're lost, not old at 57. No, like maybe, death rattle. <laughs> but maybe you've just made terrible choices throughout your entire life. No. And you're like, you know what? Maybe you did that health checkup, a full physical. And you're like, oh, damn. Sorry, doc. I let myself go. No. And like, let's get to it. They think it's because you have more time. Okay. All right. Your kids maybe. are older. Yeah. You don't have to be at home as much. Mm-hmm. You can finally find time to reflect on yourself. Less responsibility. Yeah. As a matter of fact, uh, they found that people age 57 were the most active, exercising for an average of 215 minutes a week. And from there, the age only goes up. Oh. Huh. So like uh, people who are 60 are exercising more. People who are even as old as 70 are exercising for more minutes than Generation Z. Hmm. Those aged 18 to 24 were the most inactive with a weekly average of only 111 minutes of exercise. Hmm. They also looked at um, millennials who fall right in the middle. They only exercise about 120 minutes per week. Oh. I bet of a bit of it's like uh, column A and column B. Like Marzi said, you got more time, kids are gone. Mm-hmm. Maybe, mm-hmm. maybe you're done working now. Mm-hmm. But also like you said, Crash, like, the end is nigh. You can see the finish line. Yeah. And you're like, oh, Jesus. You got to push that finish line back a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Well, yeah, like I, I'm coming up on 40 and I started panicking. I'm like, oh, God, maybe I should uh, step her up a, a bit. Yeah, right. Which I've really stepped up my uh, going to the gym and working out. Yeah, what am have. I going to be when I'm 57? Unbearable? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because yeah. you're great now. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, we still have lots of time before yeah, crash is a problem. <laughs> <laughs> it also showed that uh, people 57, between the ages of 57 and 70, said that exercise was their top hobby. Generation Z uh-huh. is more likely to say that they would rather watch YouTube or Twitch or listen to music or just simply go to sleep. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, all those are better than exercise. All exercise of those is not are. a hobby. Yeah, that's also, true. Some people just love it, though. Well, and they I love feel, living. And I, <laughs> and I feel like uh, Mars has turned a new page. She finally, after all these years, have found something that she loves. I think you genuinely love spin. I do. Like you're 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 a spin you're a diehard spin now. Yeah, you I got, am. Mars even got spin shoes to clip Ooh. in. Yeah, yeah, fancy. I know. Well, that's because the now family. 
yeah. said that I should get them. Everyone I, raved about them. Yeah, we went out that day and uh, Mars got some uh, spin shoes. Yeah, all my uh, all my spin peeps in the now family messaged like in the app and on Insta, and they were like, yeah. "Get the shoes, get the shoes." So I got the shoes. Yeah. Yeah, and so you and you love the people. You I love, love being people. a part of something. Yeah, perfect. You're with the clip-on click now in the spin class. I am. Yeah. How many are left uh, just in regular footwear now? Oh, I don't know. I, we don't talk to them. You wouldn't even. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> is, is We're a different yet, class. <laughs> is there another rung on that uh, spin ladder where you can climb up to now, or is clip on the top? No, there is. I think there's another rung, and that rung is is now taking the clips outside. Oh. oh, but your 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 buddies won't know though. I know. Yeah, I know. Inside the four walls of that room, though, I've, yeah. have I've, you reached the peak of the mountain? I, I feel like so. your next step is uh, flashier clothing. That oh. way, it works in the black light. Spinwear. You're right, Spin Crash. Wear. I need black light. I need fluorescent colored clothing. Because right now, you you just basically have your shoes that are glowing. That's right. So you just see Mars's little feet that are like. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, it's just like a white blur. Look like Tron flying. <laughs> yeah. yeah, now you just need the rest of the outfit. Yeah, you know what? In all honesty, the reason why I like it so much is because number one, if I'm not in a group setting, I do not push myself. Mm-hmm. I get that. I, I honestly don't. Like, if mm-hmm. I just go to the gym as Marzi, I'm like on my phone, mm-hmm. walking around, looking at the art on the walls. Like, mm-hmm. I just I don't work nearly as hard. Take another hot tub. <laughs> One more before I go. Yeah, go for the steam. Yeah. You know, just kind of do that. But where are you working now that has art on the walls? Just walking through a museum? Yeah. There's your, there's your first problem. No, you... That is not a gym. Where's your spin bike area? This might sound dumb, but honestly, when I work out by myself, if they have like pictures of the trainers on the walls, oh. I go and I stand at the wall and so I look at... you're just looking at a bunch of hot people. Yeah, and I read all their bios. Oh, jeez. Mm-hmm. They put the trainers up on the walls. They yeah, do. they do. Ooh. Don't you want to see? Yeah. Right. I want to see who uh, potentially I could be working with. But whereas if I I, basically what it comes down to change is I have to be physically strapped into a piece of equipment. I get you. Unable to get out. Yeah. Yeah. Someone yelling at you. And someone yelling at me. Yeah. Hard hitting beats. Yes. Also, we got some current spinners and former spinners. Yes. Who have left the lifestyle who are extremely jealous of the clip and shoes. Oh, Oh, are you guys really jealous? They never got them. They always wanted them. (gasps) Oh, man. Yeah, Yeah. guys, I got mine at Sport Check. Like they were, they're not like. You know, like they're good shoes, but yeah. they're, I didn't spend hundreds of dollars either. Yeah. You got your shoes at sport check and then you got your clips at uh, mud, mud, mud and gears, mud, uh, mm. sweat and gears, mud, sweat and gears. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Good people down there. Oh my God. They have gorgeous bikes. Yeah. <gasps> people want to know if I got a Peloton. No, because you know what guys, I wouldn't use it. Nah. Like I was just saying, I've got to be around other people. I have to mm-hmm. be in a group setting where everybody's, you know, everybody's killing it. The now family says your next rung is pillow bum shorts. Yeah, I've looked. I've looked at those on Amazon, actually. Yeah. Hello, bum. And that's a little padding for your ass. Is that yeah. what that is? You know what though? I kind of like. Maybe I already have the natural padding, <laughs> oh, but I feel like I don't need it. Yeah, I found uh, the more you spin or the more you ride a bike, the tougher your ass gets. Yeah, and you don't need it. So, also, like, you have a calloused ass. No, yeah. but a lot of my, like I would say fifty percent of my spin class is out of the saddle, anyways. Mm-hmm. You're not sitting on the seat. Oh, you're up and at him. Yeah. Yeah. That's the only reason I ever stood up on a spin bike is because my butt was hurting. Yeah. He's like, up, down. I just stayed up. Yeah. It's padding. I just don't find it really hurts my butt. Mm -mm. I don't know if the seats are good there or I'm I'm not sure. Yeah. I think you also get a little bit used to it too. But yeah, I don't, I don't think I need it to be honest with you. Here's a picture of Mars's spin butt right now. Do you think she... (laughs) I wish. (laughs) That's straight Flanders going skiing. (laughs) I wish that was my ass. Nothing at all. Yeah, Yeah, I wish. Yeah, that's... uh, 
that's that's padding though. That's a pillow bum. Yeah. I know I never really thought that I would get into spin, but man, oh man, it's like it, it just it floods me with endorphins. I'm happy that you're into that. Yeah, I like, leave with a big smile on my face every time. All these time. years, Mars, like, I just don't know what I like. Yeah, that's Eeyore's true. No, you're right. probably going to rain today. You're absolutely right. And every time she comes home, she's just pumped. She's and then jacked. COVID quit, and I couldn't even do anything at all because all the gyms were closed on and off. Mm-hmm. Classes, they weren't even offering classes because you couldn't have people in the room. Yeah. Um, this text here says, Mars, how many men do your spin class? Uh, about the rooms usually about 50 50 mm-hmm. sometimes there's more dudes i honestly uh, kudos to you i don't think i could do that and no, not because i think I, I, I think it's weird i it's just it, 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 i did one class and it kicked my ass mm-hmm. yep same. it's hard it's so hard yeah it is so hard i think, I, I just i could not commit to that i think i dripped more sweat in a spin class than i did in a hot yoga class oh without a doubt which is saying a lot cuz you like Horse, yeah, in yeah. hot yoga, yeah, because they usually start like with you sitting on the bike for your your warm up, and then All it right. gets pretty intense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then once you get into your like mountain climbers, the first time you stand up on that bike, oh. it's like someone poured a contigo of water <laughs> over your neck, and it just goes sploosh, mm. yeah, it's all gross. down the front. Nasty. Mm-hmm. Nasty. Someone said they did a spin class and they felt like they were going to throw up. I almost threw up on Sunday. All my pre-workup juice came out. (laughs) 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 Mm. (laughs) It's working out. Yeah, but you did it for the pump. I did it. I did it for the spin. You did it for the spin. Did it for the spin. I did it for the spin. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, if you have any questions, uh, just uh, Insta. Send us a DM on Insta. Oh, I'm going to have to answer all Yeah, those? Crash will answer them. I'll just dictate. Oh, He's got God. the type and fingers no, gone. don't. <laughs> <laughs> Text in. Haley can answer yeah. them. It's a bug. You guys will figure it out. Go pass the buck yeah. to me. Yeah. It's called Google. <laughs> but if, you, if you're a dude, honestly, if you're a dude, go. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because there's some like really big fit dudes who go. Yeah. And they can't make it all the way through. I think that was my problem. Yeah. I rolled in there and be like, oh, it's just pedaling a bike. Yeah. And I yeah. crank her up and I'm like, oh, God. Like, why is your gear so heavy? No. Lay off, man. Yeah. All right. Our smartest minds may not yet have cured cancer, but they're having a lot of fun studying the optimal ways to twist open Oreos. Researchers at at MIT have been trying to determine if there's a way you can twist open an Oreo so that each of the cookie parts have an equal spread of cream on them. Because right now, when you pop off one side of the Oreo, the cream stays on one side of the Mm. cookie, and then you just get bare cookie on the other side. Yeah. Uh, I'll be honest with you. I don't remember the last time I had an Oreo. Really? I had one a couple weeks ago. Really? Yeah, not that long ago. Yeah. When, When have I ever been around an Oreo? You're right. We don't buy packs no, of No, we Oreo. don't. I don't I don't get like an Oreo flurry or whatever. Oh my god. There's no Oreos in the building here. Crash. Uh, yeah, I haven't been around an Oreo in probably two decades. When you were growing <laughs> oh up, when you were growing up, did you get the um like an Oreo cookie in the house? No. <gasps> no, no, we had uh occasionally some homemade cookies. Uh and then occasionally we would get the no-name, like, rock-hard oatmeal ones from uh, Superstore or Extra Foods. Why? why? Uh, I don't know why. I don't know. That's what, uh, that's what fit the budget. <laughs> okay, because other bags of cookies, better cookies than the rock-hard oatmeals, were the same price. Oh, I don't think so. Yeah. No. Yeah. 
Ma, Ma would have uh, picked up those. <laughs> I, I think Ma, I think Ma was torturing you guys. Well, this study is called Oreoology, and they use three D printed instruments called Oreo meters that hold the Oreos and then apply precise, varying levels of pressure and torque to carefully open them up. Well, after an exhaustive process, the researchers found well. Nothing. Hmm. There's no secret trick to opening an Oreo perfectly even. Mm-mm. I would say uh, the Oreo needs to change uh, no. the cookie. No, don't change the recipe. Change the pattern on the inside of uh, each Oreo slab. Yep. Make them spiky. That way they both stab the cream evenly. And then when you twist, both sides should get some. Right? Just eat the cookie. <laughs> do you it's like one whole piece. Yeah, do you, do you twist them open or do you just eat them as... One hole. It depends on what kind of Oreo cookie it is. Uh-huh. If it's the regular Oreo cookie, then I'll peel off the top and stick two of them together to make a double stuff. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and then if it's the double stuff, I'll just peel off the top, eat the first like cookie, yeah. and then eat the other cookie with like the loads of icing the loads. on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, as a treat. Oh, wow. Mm. Wow. Oh, yeah. Hmm. This text here says, guys, my wife figured out how to clean out a bag of Oreos without breaking the packaging seal. <gasps> so she put it back, <laughs> and then you went for Oreos and it was empty? This is what Mars does. That's hilarious. No. But Mars won't like figure, Mars will just shred the package open and throw it back. Oh, your wait wife a second. put the package back and looked it looked unopened. Yeah. So she, she, she uh, <laughs> when you open a new bag of Oreos, yeah. they've got the new like design now where you peel it open and then it reseals. Oh, do they? Yeah. But when you first peel it, there's like two or three little pieces of plastic that stretch. Okay. So, and then when you pull them, they rip open. So I'm wondering if she went into the back where the seam is, oh. got into the seam, oh, took the cookies open. out, ate all the cookies, put it back and sealed that seam back up oh. with some glue. And then he went and grabbed them and he's like awfully light mm-hmm. and yeah. ripped it open and he broke the seal being like, what is this? And there's no cookies, and there's no cookies in it. Oh my. <laughs> That's brilliant. Wow. That, that is. Get your wife to text me. We're having some wine later. <laughs> <laughs> that is like diabolical. Uh-huh. Yeah. Holy crap. Do has uh, do people do that? Like on the reg? Like uh find different ways to open packaging that way you don't get busted? Yeah, it took me 2 seconds to figure out how to do that with an Oreo package. So. <laughs> uh, well, there you go. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Well, <laughs> go and enjoy your Oreos. Uh says no glue. Just <gasps> opened it a little. Oh, she got her little fingers in there, like little pincers and just went, whoop. Cuz wow. in the Oreo pack um, when you open up the top uh, sliding cover thing, whatever, it, it, are the Oreos still vacuum sealed in another plastic or not anymore? No. Or did mm. no, the cookies that the... I had growing up had just like cellophane plastic on them? They don't have the cellophane inside anymore. Oh, okay. It's all just like, it's like a brrrp and you open the top kind of, oh, I didn't even, like a wet wipes container. Yeah. Like, it's like, it's like the... sandwich meat. You can reseal it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's mm. what it is. Mm-hmm. Joe from Spruce says, guys, when I tell people... Quote, I did two lines last night. What? Oh, um, the Oreos. Yeah, he says, I don't know. Oh, uh. <laughs> we call them Rose. I'm like, I don't know if uh, we're talking about the same thing here. <laughs> Joe from Spruce is like, finally, a conversation I can relate to. <laughs> it's Friday, why not? <laughs> he goes on to say, I don't mean cocaine. I mean, I did two lines from the Oreo bag. Wow. Oh, that's funny. How many, how many lines do you get in the Oreo bag? Four? Like the Rose? I would imagine. It's three or four. Three or four. That's a. There's a lot of cookie in there. I think it's four. 
Because right? there's two easy accessible ones, and there's two that are kind of like tucked underneath the packaging that you got to kind of... Uh, they make you work for it. Yeah, like a raccoon in a garbage can. You got to try and claw it out. <laughs> yeah. Mars, I picture you licking the Oreo. Like, rip it apart and then... No, I'm I'm with Haley. I like eating it as a full cookie. Mm-hmm. I want all of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't want a bear cookie. I want the whole... Mm-hmm. I want the whole thing. Yeah. I haven't had an Oreo in years. Mm-hmm. You guys need to, like, live a little bit and have some Oreos. Oh. It's like branch out. Yeah. I branch out. I, I get pretty wild with my choices, my food. Yeah. Right? I had uh, some chips. <laughs> were they plain? On Saturday, <laughs> last Saturday. Yeah, last Saturday was the last time I had chips. And they were plain? <laughs> no, it's still those old Dutch ones that oh. we were given. You still have them? We, we still have like four bags of them. Those were gone within a week in our house. Wow. Wow. Yeah, we got, those, we got those weeks ago. Mm. They could be expired now. I don't know. I'll take them. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so this is some cool news about the city of Edmonton. Now, we, of course, are home to some of the best restaurants, some of the most natural sites. Yes, and yeah. now the city has a new crown to wear. Hmm? Our city is the best to work from home in Canada. Oh, hey. So get cozy in your sweatpants and pour yourself another cup of coffee. Don't worry about going back into the workplace. Affordability and metropolitan options. They say make Edmonton their number one choice in Canada to work from home. Is it because we, we've just found better ways to streamline working from home? Do we have like better internet here? Yeah. Uh, honestly, would... I think it all comes down to home prices. Oh, the home. Oh, I really okay. does. They say Edmonton is the least expensive Canadian major city. It has a gigabit fiber internet. We're not isolated. We've got more than 4 million people with just a few hours drive from us and 36 nonstop destinations from our airport. Oh, okay. So it is good internet. We also have one of the lowest rent costs in the entire country as well. So Edmontonians are already saving a lot of money there compared to everywhere else in the country of Canada. So anyone that has thousands of square footage of office space is like, oh, God, no. Yeah, they don't want to hear them do this. Yeah, they don't want to hear We need people back. We need to justify this office space. (laughs) They do indeed. Mm -hmm. And by the way, uh, this is... Uh, they they lump us into the big city. Yeah. So Regina, Saskatoon, unfortunately not big city. Mm-hmm. Neither is Winnipeg. Mm-hmm. But I think Winnipeg's really expensive to live in. No. Yeah, Winnipeg is pricey. Like it's pricey. It's, yeah. It's getting up there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Taxes. Too too is pricey. It, is it taxes? Lots of taxes. Lots of taxes. Yeah. 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 Uh, two other Alberta locations cracked the top 50 ranking as well. Edmonton coming in at number one and Okotoks and Airdrie both landing on that list as oh, well. Congrats, gang. Wow. So there you go. How about that? There you go. Edmonton's median housing price is $336,000, and that's a quarter of Toronto or Vancouver's. Mm-hmm. This text, uh, though, says, guys, it sucks to work from home. I love my house. Built it from scratch. But I got to get out sometimes. (laughs) Yeah. That would be very Uh, tough. Yeah. But you can get out, but just not for work now. Yeah, you can get out and do leisurely things. Yeah, it's for you. Yeah, it's Mm. for you. That's right. Yeah. So there you go. But then do you always equate your home to work? Oh, yeah. You don't want that. Right? Because that's always a problem. Where people are like, never bring work home. Now your home is work. Now it's home. Oh, what have we done? And then management thinks because you're at home, you're always they available. Can, they can reach you at any point throughout the day because you're always at work. Yeah, I just stopped answering my phone. <laughs> if it's after two p.m. and you're calling me, yeah. I'm not picking up. Yeah, right. The good thing is though, Haley, is because you're in the office. So if like you leave the office, people are like, "Oh, Haley's not at work anymore." They don't. Oh, 
we need they to, go, where's Haley? <laughs> we need to rethink this whole work from home thing. Yeah. yeah. We thought it was great. Yeah. It's a huge mistake. No. Well, if, if it makes you feel any better, Haley, we got emails and text messages from management up till 4 p.m. yesterday. Oh. I know. I'm on the treadmill. I'm like, yeah. I'm uh, working out and trying to clear my mind. It's like, yeah. bzz, bzz. I'm like, oh my God. You Can know? you call? Can you call me? Can no. you call me right now? Let's discuss. I got it. <laughs> Guys, I'm just going to say this one more time. This is radio. Absolutely nothing is ever on fire here. Right? No. Save it for the next Save day. it for the next day. Even then. Yeah. yeah. Even then. Just deal with it. Put a pin in it. <laughs> Put mm-hmm. a pin in it. Are Put we on the air? Great. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Alrighty. This next story here this morning is for Crash. And Crash, I'm going to apologize. What? What? Well, I'm just, we might knock loose uh, some memories of yours that might not be good like Samina's. Oh, God. What? So I want to talk about this woman. Her name is Tiffany Keene. And she made sure that her nine-year-old son had an unforgettable golden birthday with a school lunchbox that was filled with a feast for a king. Yeah, I I dreamt of that. I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, buddy. (laughs) I dreamt of a feast. I know. We're we're moving on. Uh, (laughs) Tiffany said that she wanted to make her son's birthday extra special this year because it was his golden birthday. Yeah. A once in a lifetime celebration when a person's biological age matches up with the the day they were born. So in this case, it was for February the 9th and her son was turning nine. Mm -hmm. Here's what she did for her son. Are you ready? Yeah. The day started off with cinnamon roll waffles for breakfast. Wow. Then she packed her son Cruz a one-of-a-kind birthday lunchbox that was complete with a gold-painted sparkling water can. Wow. Okay. A shrimp and lobster wrap. For a child? (laughs) (laughs) That was my thought. (laughs) Small portions of cheese crisps. Okay. And two... Macaroons Ooh. Mm. Wow. for dessert. Okay, it is a fancy, fancy meal there. Cruz and his mom are from Ohio, and she also supplied him with gold utensils, a gold straw, and a gold sandwich wrapper and toothpick. Wow. Two gold fin, uh, tin foils, hidden gold bows, and a gilded handwritten note. Oh my! Wow. This is quite the meal. It's quite the meal for a golden birthday. Oh, look at uh, look at the picture there. Lucky little guy. Very lucky. Wow. I don't. Uh, I even as an adult, I don't think I've ever had a lunch <laughs> like that. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever been treated that well. <laughs> wow. Did she? She must have. Uh, gold dipped everything herself you can't get golded cans of pop can you is that an option spray paint it yeah I guess you could spray paint it same thing with the straw the color you can get you're not gonna lick the can hopefully well he's nine Uh, and that gold paint always rubs off on your hands yeah I like those sparkling waters because that's what he got yeah yeah if you get a little bit in the top you go Mm, like that. Uh, It'd be uh, all over my uh, face. You would get a, yeah, you'd be gold. <laughs> yeah, I'd be all over my face. Mm. So I want to know from you guys this morning, 780-489-4669. Text us, if you like as well, at 56789. Um, I want to talk about your school lunches. Mm. And um, in Crash's uh, case, I think we know that a lot of times your lunches smelled of tobacco. Oh, God. All tobacco all the time. Well, because we use the, the plastic uh, tobacco containers as the Tupperware. Yeah. And they were never watertight, so it just, if there was any sort of liquid in there, it just leaks all over and oh. ruins my bologna sandwich. Oh, jeez. bung bologna, because we had a meat slicer at home. Oh. Uh, they also weren't, like, insulated. So what kind of liquids are you putting inside there? Well, sometimes they'd be, like, soup. But the soup's not warm. No. There's no insulation in the tobacco container. Nope. 
and I would have to eat it. Oh. Oh. But it would be, it would tip over in your backpack. You're oh. a kid, you don't care. And then you get to school, you're like, oh, and it's all soupy in the shopping bag. And then you pour, you pull it out, and it's like, and then it's just covered in soup. There's nowhere to warm it. You open the lid, it smells of tobacco. And then there's no spoon provided for me. So I'm like, I'm also, I don't want to, but I'm, I'm terrified to ask, like, what qualified as soup for you as a kid? Oh, God. <laughs> like, what kind of ditch water was getting put in these? Uh, who knows what the meat was? Was it? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Chicken noodle with a question mark? Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> Chicken? <laughs> that was always a question. Yeah. Do your kids get way better lunches than what you got? Yeah, and it's the worst. God, I hate packing lunches. <laughs> yeah. But they're so fun. There's fruit stations, little granola bars, little fruit snacks. Wait, are you allowed to do sandwiches that? Sandwiches every day. Don't yeah, schools yeah. put a note in your kid's uh, lunch bag and be like, you shouldn't be serving them this. Oh, there's still two servings of fruit and vegetable. There's still carrots all cut up with some little dip. Oh, okay. There's all apples. Right. App the apple's unbelievable. Uh, the one doesn't like, she likes her apple sliced. Uh, but if the apple's sliced, it'll turn yellow. Yeah. So I have an apple cutter that I, I, I slice the apple down and then I take a little hairband and tie it back that up. That way the apple stays together. So the together. apple stays together and doesn't yellow. But when she gets to school, she can slide off the little elastic and have her little apple slice. Freaking well, kids. she's got your wrapped around yeah. her fingers. Just eat an apple. Just eat it. I, I'm with your daughter. I don't like a full apple. I want it sliced. Unless it's sliced. Uh, That's the main reason I don't eat apples. I want the apple sliced, but I don't want I don't want the apple sliced like uh, hours ahead of time. Well, there's the move. You, you used your apple slicer yeah. and you form it back on the core. That's a great idea. And tie it up. It is yeah. a great idea. Now, Haley, you're a little younger than us, so your parents might have loved you a little bit more than ours did. Mm -hmm. Did you have um? Did you have awesome lunches or crap lunches? Uh, when I was younger, I had awesome lunches. I think my parents made my lunch until I was in like grade five or grade six. Yeah. And I used to get like little peanut butter jelly sandwiches mm. until you couldn't have peanut butter because that one kid. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. We had like yeah. the fruit snacks and stuff. Uh -huh. uh, my parents weren't huge on packing us like the brownies or fruit snacks as much. Mm -hmm. Like we maybe got one every other lunch. Oh, yeah. My mom was a bit of a hard ass. Mm -hmm. Yeah. She didn't like giving us sweets. Yeah, we didn't have much uh, sweets. We just had the oh. old stale passion flakies. Yeah. Uh, that were brought home. Mm -hmm. And they're always wet in the package. Oh, I never had that. Because, like, a passion well, that's flaky. Your dad worked for the. Well, yeah, he was a bread man for uh, a time a, when we were a, children. A bread driver. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, he didn't make it. He just he delivered it. He delivered it. But yeah, yeah and then the stuff that uh, would come off the shelves, I guess. <laughs> you take it home? I don't know. I don't know if that was allowed or not, but he, he did. Was, he was stealing bread. He was <laughs> <laughs> but the, the passion flakies would get all wet in the packs mm -hmm. like as soon as they expired. Yeah. And then you peel it off and it rips the whole top off. Yeah. I'm like, oh. And then I'm like licking the plastic. I'm mm. like, <laughs> mm. This text here says, guys, I was a kid in the 80s and the 80s equaled a sandwich and a rather large carrot from the garden lunch. <laughs> <laughs> Be sure to pick some lunch out of the garden on your way to the bus, honey. Oh my God. Yank one big carrot out. <laughs> Grab a cucumber, too. <laughs> oh. Alrighty, I want to know from you guys your pathetic lunchbox stories. Yeah. Especially compared to what your kids are getting now. Make me feel better. Make Crash feel better this morning. Crash's lunch continuously um, tasted like cigarettes. I can't think of one good lunch that I had. 
Yeah, I was pretty lucky. My mom, I'm not going to lie. I, I, My mom was, I got all the good stuff. Like, I had a buddy that oh, would have all the yeah. good stuff, too. I, I was so jealous. Yeah, yeah, lunch envy's a real thing. Oh, my God. Yeah, I was pretty, I was pretty lucky. I got all, like, the fruit stuff. I got, like, the f- fruit by the foot. Oh, man. I know. I was pretty, I was really lucky. Like, even, and everyone had a cool lunch box. I'm, yeah. Not once in my entire life did I have a lunch box. You had three of them. Yeah, I was rotating out three throughout oh the week. God. Like I can't, depending... be, I can't be seen with the same lunch box in one week. Yeah, I had like My Little Pony, I had Barbie, uh. and I had, uh, um, I think when I was super young, I had a Rainbow Bright one. Yeah. I had a shopping bag. Yeah. Yeah, it was a bread bag. Yeah. That's Sorry, all. fellas. A bread bag, mm-hmm. which I prefer to the shop bag. I thought it looked a little more like a lunch bag. <laughs> I didn't have like, a little lunch box. Remember, even like a lunch bag. I didn't even have one of those. No, yeah, I didn't have lunch oh, bag. I didn't I have any cool colors. Yeah. I was really lucky. I had a shopping bag from Econo Mart. Oh, or extra food sometimes if I'm lucky. <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy! Alrighty, make crash feel good, and think about like your kids' lunches right now. Like Ginge, if you told your kids the story of a gingy lunch, they wouldn't believe it. They wouldn't believe it. They wouldn't believe their grandmother could be so cruel. (laughs) (laughs) Give us a shout. This this is the Crash and Mars podcast. All right, uh, we're talking about your uh, your old lunches that you would bring to school. Nowadays, they're pretty balling. Uh, yeah. the, and just uh, the options of uh, different food and like quick, quick to make meals is uh, astounding. Yeah. Back in the day, they were terrible. Yeah, they were. Mm-hmm. Well, it just goes back to my theory that, you know, we just love our kids so much more than our parents loved us. Or at least we show it. I can't believe what you do with your kids. Yeah, apples. that's that, actually really cool. Wow. It's love. I love. Yeah. It. Do you? And lots of parents were texting <laughs> and saying they're, they're going to steal that uh, uh, technique. I had no idea that if you cut an apple and put it back, put together, it back together, it'll stay fresh. It won't yeah. brown. You can do it in slices, and then yep. just do a rubber band around it. Hold it all in one place. Yeah, like Ginger's doing. Yeah, I can't yeah. believe I can't believe he's doing that. Yeah. Do you do it for yourself? No. I imagine having the audacity, <laughs> not just to eat an apple the way it's presented to you. I like kids. it. Yeah, the, the audacity. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this text here says, "Crash, this is for you, buddy." Yeah. My mom used to pack my lunch in the brown paper bag that said liquor on it because that's her <laughs> her wine. <laughs> Oh no! Reuse, reduce. Oh no! <laughs> Sorry to laugh. Oh no. no! That was for crash. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There was always some of those bags lying around. <laughs> always, always. Your uh, mom and dad didn't drink though. No, there was no they booze in our house. They but, didn't drink. There's yeah. just lots of smoking. Lots of smoking. Yeah. So a lot of re- repurposed tobacco <laughs> containers. <laughs> And sometimes the tobacco box, the filter tube box. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. That would work like as a like a cardboard box? Yeah, it's like a little fun lunch box. Oh. <laughs> Mix it up. It's Friday. You can use the filter box. Oh. Yeah, it was a good time. Oh. Um, Sonia, how are you doing today? You guys are killing me. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, you, you had some interesting sandwiches uh, growing up, right? Yeah. Um, you know that sandwich meat with the macaroni in no, it? No, you didn't. Oh, yeah. the head cheese? No, it's not head no. cheese. It's Isn't that what it's called? I don't know why they did it, but it's It's it's, it's got just, everything in there. It's just it's they macaroni did macaroni and pimento in yeah. it. Yeah. I don't know what the hell it was. But yeah. it would, just the thought of it makes me want to throw up right now. Yeah. Yeah, I don't blame you. That is nasty. Yeah. And that was like a a good go-to for you. No, I didn't want that at well, no, all. But that's I, what your I, parents put together? Yeah, or else it would just be plain peanut butter and jam. We have a piece of fruit and that would be it. Yeah. The 
the big days that were awesome was if we had popcorn or cinnamon bun in there. Whoa! Oh, that's whoa. nice. I my mom used to put cinnamon buns in my yeah. yeah. I got and popcorn some yeah. days. Too. Sometimes yeah. you would get a homemade cinnamon bun. That yeah, was a that's treat. A good, that's a nice. What day. a treat! Yeah, yeah, that was a good treat. Yeah, but I, I don't know who in their right mind would eat that meat in a sandwich, Sonia. I'm sorry. I know. I know. I, I'm I, just. I'm looking at a picture of it. It looks like vomit. My son about it about eating it and he's like yeah no thank you yeah, yeah. don't ever feed that to a child no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's giving me trouble because I made him eat escargot before oh jeez oh. wow that's fancy Kosh had that like two years ago yeah I felt very fancy well my mom made some stuffed mushrooms and I didn't tell him what it was oh, oh there you go alright okay, thanks Sonia <laughs> thanks Sonia good weekend yeah thanks, you too guys. thanks bye bye this text here says guys I grew up with well, my parents were divorced my mom always made my lunch and we loved it with her. And we saw our dad on the weekend. One time, our dad had us during the week, a school week. He handed me my lunch bag as I walked out the door. And at lunchtime, I opened it up and it was a, quote, brick of cheddar cheese. <laughs> <laughs> so keep you full. <laughs> Not sliced, just a hunk of cheese. Oh, he opened his bachelor fridge. He's like, cheddar. <laughs> With an apple and a little bit of peanut butter. Oh, it was hilarious. That's apple and cheese? That yeah, goes hand in hand. They do. It'd be tricky as a kid, though, realizing, because you don't know when your parents split up why you're living with who all the time. Like, you just, I live with mom during the week, dad on the weekends. Yeah. That's just the way it that's is. That's the way it is. You don't know why until Monday comes and dad gives you cheese for lunch. <laughs> and that's it. You're like, oh, yeah. I get it now. That's why I'm with mom. <laughs> Mom's making better choices now. <laughs> the judge was correct. Uh, another um, one. Uh, Anna, hello. Oh, good morning. Good morning. I'm just laughing about this conversation. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. How were your lunches growing up? Um. Well, single mom. Uh, so every single day I had a ham sandwich and an apple. That was it. <laughs> yeah. In a, in a paper bag or as a... Uh, I remember Crash used to say that the margarine tubs were like the Tupperware. Yeah, margarine tubs, total Tupperware, yep. Yep, that was it. Sometimes you had a sandwich in there. Oh, yeah. And you had to bring the plastic bags home so you could wash them and reuse them. Yeah. Like the little Ziploc. Do you remember but, the, uh, uh, like, uh, the Mr. Noodle, but the no-name Mr. Noodle era? Where... No, I, we didn't even have those. I didn't have those. It was, I mean, they may have existed, but it was ham sandwich, white bread. Yeah. I know because we would get uh, we would get the dry ass noodle packs, the square packs, and sometimes yeah. just, that would just be in the bag, and that's it. <laughs> and I'm like, well, what the hell do I do with this? Like, I I need water and I need a bowl. <laughs> so I ate it. Eating those. Yeah. Yeah. But I, but I teach grade one two right now, and there's a mom that I've been trying to get her to make my lunches. <laughs> Are they incredible? Oh my gosh! Like this lunch. It's in a little kid's bento box. What? Yeah. It has these little sandwiches with the crust cut off, and then they're fit into the bento box. And she has dino melon balls, and then she has this little tiny itsy bitsy fork that she eats with and she pots her mouth. <laughs> I that love is amazing. It. That is amazing. This this mom and this child, like, honestly, they are the most amazing people. But these lunches, like, I begged her. I said, well, do you think your mom could make my lunch? Yeah. Oh, oh no, missus. She's just far too busy. Yeah, yeah. Too busy, too busy meal prepping for me. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Exactly. 
great. That, that's awesome. What an incredible lunch, though. Yeah, that is crazy. That's really, yeah. Really cool. Thanks so much, Anna. Thanks, Anna. <laughs> yeah, have a great show. You too. Oh, thanks Bye. so much. Bye. <laughs> oh. A bento box. Oh, like how cool is that? Is that what kids are getting now? Yeah. Our youngest has one. Rach got him one. A bento box. Five year old. He doesn't even appreciate it, though. No, of course not. He just likes his little sack. Yeah. That's and, the thing. And like, then you, are, you lay out a bento box. You're like, yeah. look. No, it's... use the chopsticks, dummy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you're making us look like fools. Pay <laughs> <laughs> hey, good money for this, yeah. dummy. <laughs> uh, Alyssa says, guys, my lunch growing up was a no-name cheese whiz, whiz sandwich yeah. and an apple. One time, I was missing my front teeth. Opened up my lunchbox. There's the apple. They didn't care. I had to shove it. This is a sad joke. I had to shove it inside the side of my mouth just oh, to get a bite of oh, apple. Oh, funny. No. You have no front teeth? Yeah, yeah. yeah you're missing your teeth. What are you going to do? You'd, you'd open that lunch queue. You see that? I'd be like, they don't give a shit. <laughs> they, they know. They know. Oh, Olivia. Oh, oh, man. Oh. Uh, we'll, do, we'll do one more on this. I got uh, Renee hanging on. Hey, Renee. Hey, how are you doing? Hi. Doing great. Um, you had an interesting lunch growing up, right? I, I did, but I actually asked for it. Oh, okay. So I had, I had sardine sandwiches, and it had to be on white bread. <laughs> and sometimes my mom would put onions in them, but because I asked for them. Oh, and, wow. It all went into a purple Donny Osmond lunchbox. <laughs> Donny Osmond lunchbox. You bust lunchbox. open your Donny Osmond lunchbox and it just reeks sardine of sardines. And onions. And then the Donny Osmond lunchbox, um, I used to get teased when I was a kid because I was chunky. And yep. so one of the kids in school was calling me fatty, 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 and we were walking to school, and I took my Donny Osmond lunchbox, and I smacked him across the side of the head with it, and it broke. <laughs> and then I was crying because my lunchbox was broken. Oh, oh no. Geez. But Donny saved the day. Donny yep. did save the day. <laughs> <laughs> what a memory. What a memory. I, I wish I had that memory. Just smacking a kid. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, man. Oh, man. Okay, thanks for sharing that, Renee. Thanks, Renee. <laughs> you guys are great. Thank you. This, this is the Crash and Mars podcast. All right. Are you guys sitting on a gold mine of undiscovered art? In other words, have a look around your house right now, or if you're at work or in your car, think about the artwork on your walls. Okay. Do you feel like the artwork on your walls is museum worthy? Oh, Oh. Ooh, I think so. Museum worthy? Yeah. yeah. Like we we blew up some prints. Could that be? Or those are just prints? I, I don't know if those are museum worthy. Are they shots you took and then blew up? No. No. I should take some though. Mm. I, could, I could blow up a couple shots. Can we put our own like photography on the wall? Oh, if you're good I at it. That's good. I have my own photography on the wall. What do you mean? I have a uh, close up of a flower that I did in a macro. And I've got it blown up on a canvas in my house. Oh, oh really? Oh, wow. wow. Does it look good? Or oh, Yeah, it looks awesome. Yeah. I've had it for oh. years. How come you've never shown us this? Because you've never been to my house. No, oh. but, like, but like, if you were proud of it, you'd show pictures. Yeah, it was from a long time ago. Like I took it when I was in my teens. Oh. Oh, yeah. you'll have to take a picture and put it up on Instagram. Yeah. Is I'll it pixelated? Photo. No, it's good. Is it on canvas like what these now yes. radio? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It's stretched out on canvas. Is it like a rectangle like this? It's a square. Oh. Yeah, it's oh. a little bit smaller than that. Really? Yeah, wow. I'll take a photo of it, put it on Instagram tonight. Yeah. Wow, please do. Yeah, and do then... You, hmm? 
Do you wait for someone to like comment on it and then spring no. on them? <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, oh, you I like that, that do you? <laughs> Yeah. Did you sign it? No, I didn't. Oh, you gotta sign it, Haley. You gotta sign that. Yeah. I'll sign the back of it tonight. Yeah. If you ever want to get rid of it, let's just auction it off. No, I like it. Mm. It fits in well with the colors of my house. Oh, perfect. Oh. Yeah. And then the rest of the art on my walls, uh, Hayden's family members are really good at painting. Mm -hmm. So we have a lot of his grandmother's art hanging on our walls. Wow. She did like scenes and stuff. Oh, it's not like oh. grandma stuff. No, it's <laughs> like um, there's one where there can, there's a camp scene and it's like the sunset. Maybe oh. you see the campsite all set wow, up in the sunset. Wow. Yeah, yeah. It's nice. Sweet. What's there. grandma stuff? <laughs> <laughs> like kittens. Uh, like really gaudy stuff. Yeah. <laughs> you know grandparents. A doily. The worst taste. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Just a photo of decorative soaps that you can't touch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I just picture like really ornate go like uh, yeah stuff. like your mima has like pictures of angels oh, on the wall yeah, you know yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. stuff like that yeah. well a poll of 2000 adults found that 56% of people say that they have art that they've either bought online and put on their walls and they think that it's museum worthy hmm. one third of men and 25% of women say that they also take inspiration from what they see online and they search for like art to put up in their house for that. It is great with the ability to uh, get stuff printed. Yeah. Nowadays, like uh, put anything on your walls. Whatever makes you happy, put it on your walls. Yeah, and I, it can well, look I agree. good. You throw it in a frame, you're like, damn, that's nice. <laughs> yes. Now the most admired art, so what we all lean towards for putting up on our walls, uh, number one, landscapes and scenery. Yeah. So yeah. like what Haley was yeah. just describing with her campsite painting. It's a totally safe bet. Yeah, 44% of people say they like having a landscape or scenery on their wall. Yeah, because mm -hmm. you created a whole, uh, a whole, I don't know what you call it. There's a bunch of pictures on the wall together. Mm -hmm. Oh, a collage? Well, none of them are landscape or scenery. Well, no, you oh. got to Edmonton. It, oh, I guess yeah, they're all, they're all Edmonton. shots of like Edmonton and there's mm -hmm. like some yeah. like graphic design on there, some photography. Like, That's it all right. It's great. You're, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Uh, next on the list, photography. 37% mm -hmm. of people say that they like putting photography on their walls, mm -hmm. whether it's their own or someone else's. 35% mm -hmm. say that they lean towards pieces with sentimental value. So like Hayden's grandma. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. My personal favorite, portraits of yourself. We don't oh. have a single photo. Oh. If if someone. Oh no no no! These are painted portraits. Oh, these are painted portraits. Like you sat for a city. Oh wow. Yeah. Oh, that's fancy. Yeah, we don't have any of that. No. Should we? Should we commission a painter yes. to paint us and we put it up in our house? There's a great um, episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm mm -hmm. when Larry David gets Susie her portrait oh, done. Oh yes. And she hangs it in the dining room and invites everybody over for dinner. It is big. <laughs> 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 it ain't no eight by yeah, ten. This thing's a big, big picture. It's giant. <laughs> what does a portrait run you? I'm gonna guess thousands. I would think, right? Yeah. It's a skilled hand. And if Hours it's not, if it's not thousands, it's probably gonna look like hell. Let's just do a quick little side side thing here. Uh, give us a quick call, 780-489-4669. Text us at 56789. Do you guys have a portrait, a painted portrait? Mm -hmm. And who is it? Yeah, is it of yourself? Is it a family member? We don't have any pictures of ourselves. We don't definitely don't have paintings of ourselves. No. When you go down to the the ledge, yeah, they have portraits of every premier, right? And they're painted. The provinces have, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not great. Oh, I haven't seen them. I up haven't close. really looked at them. I mean, are they bad? Well, they're. I don't know. Maybe that's the like, style. Like a one eyes, like like all over. <laughs> well, I mean, like they're they're properly uh, proportioned faces. You can tell who's who. But it's just I don't know. I was a little. 
You thought it'd be better. Or maybe maybe that's the style they're supposed to be in, though, when I don't have the eye to understand how beautiful it really is. I just, I imagine like a portrait should be like photorealistic. Yeah. To me, that's good. Like they, do you think that they look poor because they're trying to match the old timey photos? Yeah, maybe yeah. that's the, and they're keeping like a theme across the, the decades. I don't know. Huh. But they were hideous. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's surprising how many people have uh, like portraits. Like a painted at home. portrait. Yeah, painted portrait. Painted portrait. Yeah. Uh, here, uh, Marianne, how are you doing today? Good. How are you? Doing fantastic. Uh, do you have a painted portrait at home? No, my story is um, back in university, so I didn't have a lot of money. Um, for Christmas time, I decided to do a portrait of my parents for their gift. Oh, uh, like you painted me. it? No, no, not me personally, but there was um, people down White Ave that oh. would do it for like 20 bucks. Oh, okay. So I thought it was a really unique idea, and um, so I took a picture, and they did a portrait for me, and I thought it was really good, so I wrapped it up and gave it to my parents at Christmas time, uh-huh. and I will never forget the expression on my dad's face. <laughs> so my well, mom, portrait. <laughs> my mom seemed quite pleased and was, you know, gave me a big hug and kiss. <laughs> And my dad's face, he was just staring at it, and he was like, oh, oh. <laughs> was it, when you think about it now, was it, was it bad? I thought it was a really unique gift, but yeah. oh. he obviously hated it. Oh, did man. They, did they hang it up on their wall and display it? They framed it, and it is up, but in their bedroom. Oh, it's, yeah, it's put away in the bedroom. Is it well done, in your opinion? It's well done. Um, there was something on my dad's face. Like, I think his <laughs> head was a little bit smaller than my mom's Oh, head. no. <laughs> but, I mean, the likeness of them both was yep. really good. But, fortunately, oh. he was a little bit tinier. <laughs> oh. That's hilarious. Okay, thanks, Marianne. Thanks, Marianne. Okay, thank you. okay bye-bye. Okay, bye. Oh. <laughs> yeah, we, uh, 20 bucks. Right. That's well. You you probably got twenty dollars worth of art. You know. Sure. Yeah. You got you got your value of twenty dollars. That's a tough gift because you got it. You got to put it up. You do got to put it up. Yeah. Regardless of. Oh, you totally how have you to. Look in Especially yeah. if your kid gives it to you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Sharon, how you doing? Great, thank you. How about yourself? Doing pretty good. Uh, you commissioned a portrait, right? Yes, actually, um, I had been to the flea market on 111th Avenue and seen an elderly man in there drawing. Oh. And actually asked him if yeah. he would do like uh, do some pictures of my granddaughter, and he did an outstanding job. Really Very cool. Did she have to sit for them, or did you give a photo? What I she was too young to sit. She was only a few weeks old, so I just took some photos. And he did seven different portraits for me. He is just was oh. amazing. She was I she was that. only a couple weeks old. You said. I think seven weeks at the time. Babies are tough. It's tough to draw a baby. Oh, I thought you were going to say babies look at this, all look no, the same. No, it's, it's very, it's, it's, I, I was reading that when it comes to doing portraits, yeah. apparently like to do an infant. Well, just m- draw a little Michelin baby. No, it's, it's, it's. They're all wrinkly and pudgy. Apparently infants and young kids are hard to get their likeness. Huh. Yeah. Oh, this picture, these pictures he did look identical to her. I wow. found that looking for him. Yeah. But I think he was a vet. And unfortunately, I haven't been able to find him since, but he was amazing. 
Oh, oh yeah. that's pretty neat. And you just uh, plugging away at the flea market. That's yeah, great. That's Thanks, Sharon. Great story. Yeah, take care. Have a great day. Yeah, yeah you, you too. too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Huh. Maybe that's the spot to find these uh, artists. It sounds like it. The flea market? Yeah. Huh. Mm-hmm. Uh, where's uh, Della? How you doing, Della? Not bad. How are you? Hi, doing pretty good. good. Uh, you got some portraits done, right? You betcha. Uh, I had a dog. His name was Lucky. Uh, he was a part German Shepherd, part Rottweiler. Yep. And unfortunately, he just got sick and he passed away. And I, I couldn't deal with it. And I said, I know somebody that can do a painting for you. Uh-huh. So I reached out to him. And $1,500 later, I've got a portrait of my dog sitting up on her mantle above her fireplace. Yeah. Oh, that's really I nice. I wouldn't. I wouldn't have, you know, I wouldn't have changed it for the world. I wouldn't have thought twice about it. The, the money that I spent on it, perfect. I mean, you would think you would think that he was alive. The way the picture is, he looks so Oh, alive. wow, it's like done really so realistic. It was worth the money to you to have it, it done. Worth it, yeah, and I mean, I was so obsessed with my dog. I even have a tattoo of him on my leg, and Aww. I have a picture of him on my wallet. Yeah, yeah. yeah he was my first kid. Now I actually have a four, uh, two-legged kid and a couple of four-legged kids and a cat. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Well, that's nice. I'm glad that it turned out. Me too. What yeah, a nice memory. You still memory. display that. Yeah. Okay, yeah, thanks, Della. Yeah. Thanks, you guys. Have a great day. You're you awesome. Too. Oh, thanks. Take care. Bye-bye. Della's dog dies. Tragic. Oh, God. She commissions a painting. Yeah. Beautiful hangs it lovingly above yeah. the fireplace. Gets a new dog, as we do. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. What happens when that dog, you just keep... You move over the canvas and put another I, one up. I have a lot of dead cats. Yeah. All of them I have photos of. Mm-hmm. Like paintings? No, I've, they're in frames. Oh, oh yeah. That's all. A, a picture is a different than yeah, $1,500. They're, they're small, though. We don't have like 8x10s. If though. I had a bigger home, I would have portraits, painted oh. portraits of them everywhere. Mm-hmm. We're never getting a bigger home. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, Gary, how you doing? Hey, good. Crash from Mars. How are you guys? Fantastic. Uh, you're yeah. rocking a portrait at home, right? I am, and it's uh, of our past dog, a lab that we had. And my wife did it. Oh, she oh, painted it. Nice. And it turned out amazing. Wow. How big is it? Really well. Uh, it's about a 12 by 14. Feet? Oh, okay. No inches. <laughs> like, what? I would imagine. <laughs> Just a whole mural. <laughs> <laughs> like, damn. Crash, crash, crash. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 12, 14. Oh, that's little. really, really yeah, yeah. cool. Is your, is your wife an artist then? Does she do a lot of portraits of people and animals? She is always hesitant because she doesn't think she is uh, that good, but oh. she truly, she truly is. Yeah. Oh, huh. that's a nice. That's story. really cool. I'm glad she did that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Thanks, great. Gary. Yeah. Sure. yeah. You bet, guys. Have yeah. a great show. Yeah. You too. You too. Bye-bye. Right. Bye. Uh, Jody in Beaumont at five six seven eight nine Texas. She said, "Guys, we got a ten by fourteen canvas picture of us." Yeah. It's not a painting, but it was a photo that was blown up. Here's the thing, though. It's photos from a family wedding that we went to, and my husband in the photo has no front teeth. Oh. He played hockey and took a puck to the mouth. <laughs> and they blew that up. She says, so why send it to us blown up? It's the worst picture ever. Or at least get a photoshopped and put some teeth in his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Because sometimes that happens. Like, the other people in the photo probably look great. Yeah. And I'm like, well, sorry, you got to take one for the team here. Oh. Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> that is great, though. And he's probably dead center of the picture. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Uh, Tamara, how you doing? Hey, I'm doing good. Excellent. Uh, in your home, you have a self-portrait, right? 
yeah. Um, well, not quite yet. My auntie's doing it. My auntie's a very, very good artist, and she's actually had her work displayed in um, art shows in BC. Wow. wow. And yeah, so I, my friend got married a few years ago, and he picked um, me to be one of his, I guess, uh, brides or groomswoman, I guess it would be. Okay. And then three other friends, and we were all at the lake and you know, having some drinks, and we're out in the water, and we're coming back. We all had our arms around each other, and we, um, his sister took some pictures, and I seen it later, and I was like, damn, that's really, really nice picture. I'm going to get my auntie to paint that. Yeah. And I don't know what my plan was to keep it for myself, but I kind of wanted to give it to one of the people that were in the... Um, party with us but I think I might just end up keeping it it oh. kind of seems a little vain now that I say it out loud but well, yeah you're gonna give oh. a picture of yourself to someone in the group <laughs> yeah, yeah Crash, there's nothing well, wrong with that <laughs> it's all four of us and it's it's hard to explain because like, when you see it we're mostly like a black silhouette against the sunset background on a lake oh okay so, again, okay. so it could kind of be oh. yeah no that's not vain yeah. at all that's not oh, a little bit maybe well, no, it's, god it's no no nice no my auntie's doing it too and she's getting older she won't be around forever so i thought it'd be really like a sentimental value to have yeah. that yeah if you're hanging on to it for yourself where are you gonna put it oh god we live in a four level split with no uh wall space so i don't even know probably just above, above the so bed get above the bed. <laughs> going above the bed mounted to the ceiling yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's where it's going that's you... honestly like the only room we have yeah it's going above up the bed. you're looking at something good every day i love it <laughs> yeah. there we go okay thanks tamara thanks tamara thank you guys. okay bye-bye i think that's great portrait of herself yeah well, and her friends if yeah. a beautiful moment ginge if uh myself from ours gave you a, a self-portrait uh-huh. would you guys put it up oh yeah where would you put it B- above the bed. Where I need it the most. <laughs> <laughs> Rachel's turn, Ginger's turn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Rachel's turn. Ginger's turn. That's right. There, okay. there is a lot of, did you see that? A lot of, uh, a lot of tasteful nudes coming in. I saw oh, that. Yeah, yes, like, uh, portraits. Like boudoir shots yeah. and stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I would hang that in my house. Yeah. I'm making everybody on Like throw that above the fireplace. Oh yeah, it's going yeah. right in the there's, living room. There's a conversation piece. That would be so funny because I, I encourage it. Love yourself. Love your body. <laughs> that would be great to when you're having company, like bring that out of the bedroom and just mm-hmm. put it in the living room and just wait. Yeah. yeah. Wait for and some just, coward to say something. Yeah. <laughs> And just like Mars's bare ass right mm-hmm. on the photo. If I walked in, if we walked into Haley's house and there was a, a portrait of Haley on a sateen. Tasteful, arm up. T- tasteful, arm up, with just like silk draped where it needs a to slight be draped. Cover. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A, a hint variola. Sorry, I thought you said saltine. No, a sateen. <laughs> it's more likely, let's be honest. Haley's draped on crackers. <laughs> <laughs> I would hang that up in my house. Some strategic crumbs placed yeah, along. Right. Two Cheese saltines. <laughs> yeah. Would you say something? Um, I'd be like, that's, wow, that's awesome. So it's a tricky pickle, because you do compliments, yeah. you just ignore? Yeah. I think I would compliment. I'd be like, that's a great photo. Because mm-hmm. of my relationship with Haley, I'm absolutely 100% saying something. Yeah. yeah. But if I went over to somebody that house that I don't really know, actually, maybe, yeah, I'm still saying something. Oh, I, I would have to. I would have to. And you can't laugh at it, right? No. No. You have don't to, you have to treat my... it, yeah, you have to treat it like it's, it's very tasteful art. Yeah, you, don't laugh at my nude body. <laughs> You shouldn't have to ask. <laughs> but if you have saltines on it, you got to Yeah, that changes. Or Ritz. Oh, yeah, uh, two Ritz. Like, if you're wearing Ritz's pasties, come on. Yeah. We're laughing. Yeah, that's, that's a funny photo. Yeah, we are indeed. Um, are you guys nocturnals? I, uh, I feel like I go through phases where I would rather just be awake at night. 
Okay. The world is so nuts right now, so it's hard to blame people for wanting to sleep through it. But do you know anyone who's taken it this far? A writer for The Atlantic coined a new term this week called the nocturnals. They're people who sleep all day and live their life at night. Oh, what a dream. Like, I, I feel like I could... I, I, I could be able to do this because the best sleep I get is in the afternoon. If I if I hunker down for a, a nap, man, do I go into the deepest sleep? Yeah, the nighttime is the right time. Mm-hmm. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. Remember uh, years ago? I don't know if they do it anymore. But like uh, like Walmart and stuff would be open twenty four hours around Christmas, and like you go I go shopping so, right? overnight. Like no one's around. Like it's perfect time to shop. Yeah. The night, beautiful at night. Driving at night's terrific. Yeah, looks great. Minimal traffic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess so. I've never done an overnight shop. Mm-hmm. Like late at night, like when when Walmart's open. Yeah, 20, I've only popped hours. in. Yeah, once. Basically, just kind of see it. Yeah, they and don't be like, it. wow, I'm shopping overnight. Uh, yeah, weird. They don't give it to us every holiday season. I feel no. like but sometimes they do, and when they do, oh, Marzi. Yeah, it's a bit of a treat. Is it fun? It's just- different. I wouldn't say yeah. fun. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, different. yeah. But it's still, different. Go, you're going into Walmart. <laughs> I guess because Superstore did it too, right? Yeah, I think they did it for a bit too, yeah. Yeah. Just being a night owl and staying up late doesn't count. Nocturnals are ultra introverts. So people who work, run errands, do all the stuff that most people do. They just prefer to do it while the rest of us are asleep because being around people is too exhausting. Mm-hmm. Oh, so it's not out of a preference for nighttime. Yeah, it's not out of a preference. It's just because if it's available, that's when you would rather do it mm. Is be, as the nocturnal. I guess yeah, people working overnight, like tons of people are working overnight. When we start our show, a lot of people are just finishing up their night shift. Yeah, right? I guess so. Hey, and maybe majority enjoy it. Or it's just a job. Uh, this text here says, my brother is nocturnal. He sleeps from 5.30 in the morning, wakes up at 3 in the afternoon, and that's his daily schedule for sleeping. Huh. So does he work overnight then? Yeah, you didn't mention any work. Does he just game? <laughs> yeah, they didn't say work. So I guess so if you're working a night shift, that's what you would do. I picture, and it might just be from uh, like TV and movies and stuff, yep. but I picture a lot of gamers to be nocturnal. Like you're more in darker rooms and you're just you, the monitor, your game, and you just go to town. And I feel like it doesn't matter what time of day. Well, I think depending on who you're playing with, maybe you need to be. Uh, oh, if you're across zones. the globe, yeah, yeah. yeah. Scott says, I used to be a nocturnal graveyard shift at airport security. My shift was 9.30 to 7.30. So 9.30 p.m. to yeah. 7.30 a.m. Weird wanting uh, dinner at breakfast time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess your whole world would be flipped upside down. Are you still eating uh, time-appropriate meals? Like, are you eating uh, your bacon and eggies like at for... dinner time? Or are you having, you know, like, like spaghetti for breakfast? I don't know. I wonder if you change because... Because if you're picking up some food on the road, yeah. you can't. Yeah, there's, there's, no, there's no Big Macs available at 6 a.m. Mm-hmm. You're right. You're yeah, dinner. you can get breakfast any time of yeah. day, but you can't get a Big Mac. Hmm. Hmm. All right. Uh, 43% of people say that the last two years has made them more sensitive to loud music. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What are you laughing at? Where were we? Where we're like, yeah. the music's really loud. We now. were, yeah. I we forgot did. where that was. 
Was that dinner or we were just having drinks or something? I think so. I forget where it was. Like at the restaurant? Yeah. But we were, we sat down and we're, we're chatting and all of a sudden we're like, we found that we're like leaning into each other and yeah. we're like, is it too loud in here? Yeah. The new poll found that 43% of adults said that they're more sensitive to loud music more than they were years ago, mainly because you spent a lot of time away from noise. 42% said they're also more sensitive now to loud conversations and crosstalk than they used to be. Mm. So in other words, like let's say you're at a restaurant or a pub yep. and you hear one table being super loud. Yeah. Uh, it bothers you and you're not alone on that. Mm-hmm. You always, uh, when you're on vacation, you hear super loud tables. Yeah. Does that irritate you? Mm-hmm. Before or now or just always it has? Well, just uh, before. Like, yeah, like yeah, it irritated Mars. Because uh-huh. like we we're like in Mexico or whatever, sitting... Uh, watching some entertainment and there's always a, that loud over the top laughing and shouting table yeah, people have a good time and Mars gets mad yeah. <laughs> what are they so happy about over there I was at that table in Cuba no Haley I got yelled at <laughs> no really what? yeah I did why what happened we were playing a game and we were being really loud yelled at <laughs> we were at the bar in Cuba and we had a table of about 10 of us we were playing uh, have you ever played the game Piccolo no. It's a game on your phone. You punch in everybody's names and okay. it tells them like, oh, Crash would have to take two shots if he's ever. Oh, it's a drinking game. Yeah, it's a okay. drinking game. Okay, so, yeah. So we were playing that and uh-huh. I was hosting it because I've got the loudest voice. Oh, no. And a man came over <laughs> and started telling us that we were being very loud, all the Canadians, blah, blah, blah. We thought he was joking oh. when he first came over. Yeah, yeah. So we started razzing him back. <laughs> he didn't like it very much. Oh, no. Did he continue yelling? He pointed at me and he went, you're the worst of it. You <gasps> sound like a Canadian goose. <laughs> Called you a goose? Called you a Canadian goose? And no. I, I was hammered. So I said, no, bitch, I'm a peacock. Oh, no. Did not go well. <laughs> what? Did not go well. Did you do the like peacock motion? I, You're like, I was, ah! I was six rums deep. Of course I did the arms. And yeah, no, he was very upset. He yelled at us for like 10 minutes. Oh, no. Yeah, he did not think I was funny. Oh, did you guys quiet down after or you continued? Oh, I, I left because I'm like, I'm not getting called a goose on my vacation. This is stupid. <laughs> Oh my God, Haley! Yeah, so it happens. Oh wow! Okay, don't, okay. Don't yell at a group of drunk Canadians. No. They're not going to cool off. Yeah, I would never approach a group of drunk people. In, in all honesty, were you guys being like super loud? We were being a little loud, but it was also at a bar. Yeah, you're at a bar. You're on vacation. Yeah, on vacation. And he could have yeah. come over and said, hey, you guys are being a little loud. Do you mind keeping it down? Was there? We would have been fine with that. Was there entertainment that you were interrupting? I don't think so. Like a live band or something where the band is playing but staring at your table being like, shut up. Yeah, I have no idea. I was very wrong. I have no idea. (laughs) And he pointed in your face and said, you are a Canadian goose? You sound like a goose. (laughs) Yeah. I love you. I love your clap back, though. That's yeah, golden. Yeah. I'm a peacock. I'm yeah. much louder and much more beautiful. <laughs> was he um, Was he an older gentleman? Was he a younger gentleman? He must have been in his 40s. So he was like younger-ish. Oh. Like he wasn't super oh, he, old. Yeah, he should have been able to handle that. Yeah. Huh. <gasps> oh, that is that is freaking hilarious. Yeah, I that, had no idea that That happened. dude should have picked up and just gone somewhere else. Oh, yeah. Moved his table. I think he realized about five minutes into him yelling at us yeah. that we weren't backing down. He's made a mistake. <laughs> yeah. Because were oh, you yeah. guys in like the area, like in an area of a resort where it's kind of like that communal like area? Like a bunch of tables and stuff. Everyone's yeah. drinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 
Where you hang out to drink and be loud. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. People are partying. We well, weren't over by the rooms. We were in the like designated bar area. But, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's oh, not well. like you're partying below someone's patio. <laughs> no, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever see him? Was this like early on the trip or is this near the end of it? This was like the third day in. Oh, no. Yeah. Well, so there was a good chance you'd run into him again. Yeah. Did oh, you? We saw him a couple times. And the stink eye? He wouldn't even look at me. Uh. I'm like, oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy the rest of your vacation. Oh, yeah. Was yeah. he with his family or something? I'm just trying to figure out why he was so upset. It was him and his wife. Okay. Mm. He had so no just, kids. They were just enjoying a good time. Yeah. Oh, which, God. Like, that would be like, that'd be like me and Mars. Yeah. Mars would be like, oh, you need to quiet down, girl. <laughs> <laughs> and the thing was, if he did have been nice about it, we would have quieted down or moved somewhere else. Yeah, but to totally come in guns blazing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, he came in like yeah, he came he came in hot. firing. Yeah. Called you a goose. <laughs> <laughs> you sound like a goose. I, like, he's not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Can't let him know that. No. Yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. You stand your ground. <laughs> uh, Susie shot us a text. She says, guys, I was once that person at the table. Oh. After finishing, the waitress told us to never come back. Oh, my oh. God. After she gets her tip and everything, she's like, by the way, don't ever come back. <laughs> Oh my god! I sometimes worry because everyone says I'm I'm loud. You yeah. are loud. I, I sometimes worry that I'm loud in a restaurant, which I I, I, I make a conscious effort to like bring it down. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, and I don't recall any like recent time where you're like you need to tone her down. Yeah, well, usually because I I'll, I'll I'll usually pipe in and I'll just be like, hey, I'm right here. You don't have to yell. Yeah. <laughs> but, I, but it's been a while since you've had to say that. But your baseline is loud. So as you drink, you get louder. And as you're raining it in, you're just bringing it back to what was already too loud to begin with. Yeah, well, that's true. Although at the fire pit, I get pretty loud. Yeah, you do. Like yeah. even our neighbor, when we were hanging out with him, he's like, why are you shouting? Yeah. And I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> like, what are you talking about, man? <laughs> you do. Your bass is loud. Yeah. It's pretty loud. All right. Here's what I want to know from you guys. 780-489-4669. Text us if you like as well at 56789. I mean, like Haley. Were you a goose? Were you a goose? <laughs> Noisy little goose. Noisy yeah, yeah, little yeah. goose. <laughs> Did someone come over and tell you off about it? That guy sounded like a real jerk. I mean, you guys are young. You're having a fun. You're playing a drinking game in yeah. Cuba. And you're on a resort. Yeah. You're on a resort. Just wow. move, just go to the other side of yeah. the yeah. social area. Yeah. Dude. Usually there's multiple bars at a resort. Go to a different one then. Yeah, exactly. He's probably mm-hmm. mad because his wife was looking over at you guys wanting to join in. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> she looked mortified. Oh, really? Oh, I bet. She was mortified. Oh, yeah. But As yeah. her husband got chased down the beach by a woman pretending to be a peacock? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I bet she was a little embarrassed. Like, yeah, that's my husband. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, were you like our friend here who texted in Susie? Were you asked to not come back to a bar or a restaurant because you were the Ooh. loud table? Oh, God. I mean, we've all partied a little too much. We've all had a little too much fun somewhere. I would be mortified if someone said, don't come back because I'm too loud. Yeah. I would be so embarrassed. I'd be angry and probably yell. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But once I leave, I'd be very (laughs) embarrassed. Yeah. All right. Like Haley, when were you a noisy little goose? Yeah. And did someone come over and tell you? This is the Crash and Mars podcast. 
Alrighty, we're talking about being too loud and maybe having come someone say something, someone approaching you wherever you're at. Uh, we were talking about this because 43% of people say that that because of everything that's happened over the last two years, they're more sensitive to loud sounds. Loud music is on that list. Mm-hmm. Um, also, loud sounds from people talking, loud phone conversations I find is it, on there as well. I find it so wild nowadays. How many people like talk to their phone? Like they're obviously doing video chats mm-hmm. and you're just yeah. walking and like full audio. Like it just, it blows me away. I, I, I don't really do calls you know, like that. I popped into HomeSense yesterday just really quickly to have a quick spin. Yeah. And uh, you can hear everyone's conversation. Yeah, I could full on a woman was walking through. I mean, it didn't bother me. I don't care. I just got out of the way. But I, yeah, I heard the person on the phone and her. Yeah. Their full conversation. Like, why are we doing so much video call? Or do you do that with the earbuds and even like talking loudly? Yeah. Like, oh, I feel like God. we were quieter when we used to talk into our phone. Oh, because we were like a little... Yeah, I don't know, but now yeah. with the, the buds, everyone's... At the gym, I tried taking one call on my earbuds. I'm yeah. like, oh, I'm going to do this. I'm like, people do this all the time. And so I, uh, yeah, a call came in. It was from like an insurance company or whatever. Yeah. And I'm like, boop. I'm like, hello? <laughs> <laughs> and you I got crash. <laughs> crash here. <laughs> and Did I, you yell? And I started talking, yeah. and uh, I was going yeah. back and forth. And I looked beside me at a couple of people on the treadmill. Everyone was looking. Well, yeah. And I'm like... Um, I'm, uh, I'm like, oh, I'm just uh, heading into a meeting well, right now. Can, why, why can, we, you... uh, can I call you back? What? Why are you? Okay, yeah. Okay, I'll see you later. Bye. Why are you yelling? You can just talk. Like I know. Like I felt more... like I couldn't hear. <laughs> do we feel like we need to yell when I we're wonder. using the buds? Yeah, I don't know. I wonder if we do. Yeah. Anytime I have earbuds in, like uh, if I'm trying to make a phone call, like I'm loud. Yeah. So that was the last time, first and last time <laughs> I'll ever make a phone call on earbuds. Uh, well, for those of you who missed Haley's story earlier, uh, her and her fiance and a bunch of friends, they all went to Cuba a few months ago and Haley got scolded. I did. <laughs> she got scolded for having too much fun, being a little too loud. They called her a Canadian goose. Uh-huh. Yeah. Meow. It was well deserved, but still. Hurt my feelings. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, this text here saying anonymous says, guys, we were at a steakhouse a number of years ago for a birthday dinner. It was a large group. And my longtime boyfriend uh, got a little drunk. Mm-hmm. He doesn't drink very often. So he was getting a little loud and some silly and a little silly. We were all laughing at him. The waitress came over and told us to be quiet and pointed at my boyfriend and said, you are disturbing other patrons. Oh, Mm. which would have made sense. But there were no other patrons in the dining room. (laughs) The restaurant sucked. (laughs) The restaurant sucked. Uh, 780-489-4669 if you want to jump in on this. Uh, Nick, how are you doing today? Good, how are you? Doing great. Um, you were pretty loud at a, a certain place, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, so we just recently had a hockey tournament for our younger boys um, out of town. And, well, I thought I could keep up with these parents. And, yeah, no, I uh, was definitely in the hotel room second night early. But we got <laughs> numerous noise complaints the first night. We all thought it was going to be a good idea to grab all of our tables from our rooms and we all rented an extra hotel room like for us to all go party and once the, all the kids went to sleep. You guys had a hotel room party? <laughs> yeah, That's rad. We did. So, so we brought two tables in and we decided to do uh, boys versus girls flip cup in this hotel room. <laughs> yeah, you did. And, well, no, it, like, it was a blast, but we got a knock on the door the first time the door was open because we were just like letting parents walk in whenever they wanted. <laughs> yeah, just prop so, it open. <laughs> and like me 
music blasting every time like the girls would win we'd just be shouting and then the guys on the other side well you, you could tell it definitely got very loud yeah but the best part so second night the kids all wanted to play mini sticks and the hotel lady already had enough of us at this point she was like i, I can't wait for these people to check out I bet. So, <laughs> so i took the boys like the whole hockey team upstairs to because we had like quite a bit of hotel rooms like in a stretch yeah and the boys were all playing mini sticks in the hallway she comes upstairs, she goes, we have told you, you cannot do this. She goes, you're going to wreck the world. Well, one of the boys on the team pipes up and goes, like, and this is an eight-year-old, goes, uh, you can fix the walls, lady. What's wrong with you? And oh. I was like, okay, that's enough now. Oh, like, my, oh my God. I, her, <laughs> her face when we checked out was like relief. Oh, yeah, for the yeah. staff, the entire building was relief because for, people yeah. above you and below you would be like, what the H is going on on that floor? Yeah, they were happy to see <laughs> To be fair, there was two other hockey teams there, so we just assumed they were having as much fun as us. But you just, yeah, yeah. why didn't you just assume? Just assume nobody's trying to get any rest. <laughs> right? Oh, that is hilarious. Okay, thanks. Thanks, Nick. Thank you. Okay, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Wow, even the kids are telling off people. What a what a great idea. They rented a whole separate room. Yeah. Just as the party, yeah. the communal party room. So no one has to like, you know, wait for everyone to leave their room. Brilliant. Yeah. yeah. And you can go to your own room when you need. Yeah. This text here is um, from Nancy on the north. It says, guys, I got yelled at for the way I was chewing my gum at Tim Hortons. <laughs> I was standing in line with my husband talking and laughing. I think I made a bubble with my gum and then my husband popped it. We were flirting. The lady in front of us lost her mind on me. Oh. We made a big scene at Tim Hortons because I'm not the type to back down. Oh, no. Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, that was wrong of her to approach you. But there is a certain limit of bubble pops we're all allowed. Like the, the snapping? The yeah. Like how many until it's like that's too much? But it's Tim's. It's Tim's. You're not going to be in there a long time. If someone's popping their gum the whole time beside you. I'm a gum snapper. Yeah, so I I like to crack my gum. I don't do it in public, though. Yeah, you do it in the car. I do it in the car because for two reasons. Number one, (laughs) Crash gets so mad at me. I love annoying him. He gets so mad. Stop snapping. Yeah, like he he like like legitimately won't talk to me. She does like the high pitch ones. Yeah, the high pitch ones. Oh, like the tiny guys. Yeah, Yeah, the little buddies. And I can get them going really loud too. And like he won't talk to me for like six hours. He'll be so mad. Uh, and number two, I do it because I'm really good at it, and I can make him go really loud. But I wouldn't do them in I, in Tim Hortons. I would leave. I think I would just walk. I out. know you would. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I'll never. <laughs> <laughs> um, Sam, hey buddy. Hey, how are you? Yeah, doing Hi. pretty good. Um, you were too loud in a certain location, right? Uh, yeah, you could say that. <laughs> what, what happened? Where were you? Well, uh, I was on a flight from here, Edmonton, to Halifax, yeah. and uh, and I was in a party of three: uh, me, a girl, and another guy, and just a couple of Edmontonians having having a gas on on the flight. Yeah. And and uh, and I mean, obviously, uh, we were we loud, and I I didn't really think we were that loud, and we were just cracking jokes amongst the three of us, you know, making some of our neighboring seats laugh, and just having a good old time, and yeah, yeah. we thought nothing of it. But we had a stop, and I believe it was Ottawa, and uh, some people had come and gone, and uh, and we thought some of the flight attendants would change uh, their rotation. Yeah. But at one point. Um, it turns out that a flight attendant that had seen us earlier uh, in the flight happened to be the same 
flight attendant that carried through all the way to Halifax. And when she came back on board, she had walked by our seat and noticed that we were still sitting in her seat. Oh, uh-huh. no. To, to, to which she turned around and looked at us and went, oh, you're continuing with us. Oh. <laughs> and you could see the disappointment in her face. Oh, oh, yeah. She was. I don't, and until this day, we still don't know what we had done to upset her so much. Because we never even had to say two words to her. She must have just but been irritated hearing, hearing you guys you having guys, it up. Yeah, because usually flights are quiet. Probably, yes. You're probably right. Yeah. <laughs> but what, 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 what I thought was interesting is she says, well, I'm glad you guys are joining us. Because our in-flight movie is being held on the wing. And your seats are just outside. Would you like to know what the, would you like to know what the, what the name of the in-flight movie is? And we're like, okay, sure. And We'll entertain it. She literally goes, gone with the wind. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, she's boy. a little tongue-in-cheek there. She was, yeah. yeah she yeah. was a little annoyed at your fun times. <laughs> oh, that oh, is hilarious. Boy. Okay, thanks, Sam. Thanks, Sam. <laughs> you, you are welcome. Okay, take care, buddy. Bye-bye. Take care. Okay, bye-bye. I don't oh. think I've been on a plane where there's been some obnoxious people. Um, I've been on one, but that was just, remember that there were, we were on that. I don't remember where the flight was. I think it was like to BC and that man was at the front and he wouldn't move his legs out of the aisle for people to go to the bathroom. Yeah, but that's fine. No, that wasn't fine. I was really annoyed at that. Move no, but, your damn legs. But he's not like vocal. Like he's not, not vocal loud. No, but he's he was, just got a leg. Was his leg holding up a drink service? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Like they couldn't get the car. <laughs> now you got a problem. Where's my martini? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hello. Our our flights plus seating. I think it's more common now. Yeah, the angry flights. Or do we just see more in the news now? Is it everyone's a news story now? This text here says, "Guys, we just got back from a cruise with a bunch of friends. On the cruise, we decided to go to the bingo game. Well, we were having a good time. We were being really loud while we were waiting for the game to start, and an old lady came over and yelled at us. Oh, someone in our group gave her a little lip back." But then we quickly shut up. We proceeded to watch her win $750 in bingo. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, one more on this. Uh, where's R- Rhonda? Hello. Hey, how are you? Doing pretty good. All right. So uh, at any point in your life, did someone say to pipe down? You're too loud. Oh, yeah. Worst possible time of my life. Oh, no. I, <laughs> I was in the delivery room pushing a baby out of my and I was screaming. It hurt. It was awful. Well, I had yeah. pain medication. And the nurse is like, you're being awful loud. Do you think you could quiet down? What? No, no, she didn't. Oh, 100%. I was so PO'd. I looked at my boyfriend at the time, and he kind of just, like, was, like, deer in the headlights. And he's like, uh... Yeah, he's like, I don't want to get involved in this. (laughs) Oh, it was awful. But, yeah, no, during delivery, I was was asked if I could keep it down. I thought during delivery, like, anything goes. You can say anything. You can be as loud as you want. You can... Grab and choke people. It doesn't matter. Oh, so no, no, said I might be upsetting some of the other patients, so I needed to. I needed to quiet down. So what did you do? Did you just try to keep it in after You're like, that? Oh, ooh, yeah. Oh, no, no, I tried to be louder at that point. <laughs> yeah. Anytime someone yeah. says quiet down, you go louder, right? Yeah. Oh boy. In a restaurant, have they told me to quiet down? Sure, but when I'm pushing a baby out of me, you don't tell me to quiet down. Yeah. <laughs> no. Oh. Not at all. Time to tell somebody they're being too loud. Yeah. Totally, totally inappropriate time. Okay, thanks, Rhonda. This, this is the Crash and Mars podcast. 
All right, do you guys ever have bad allergies when the pollen count says they shouldn't be that bad? Mm. Oh, yeah. You, it annihilates I, you. It anni- well, even if it's like right now, I'm, I have allergies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Of what? The dust. Like in our uh, condo, like above the door, uh, there's a intake, like for your fresh air circulation, whatever. I put a fabric uh, filter over that, yeah. oh. and it is black by the end of the week. Oh. Like I just changed it the other day, and it, it already is like dark, deep brown. Do you notice it seasonally or sometimes of year worse than others? Or is uh, it constantly? Yeah, this this time of year is really bad because mm-hmm. I think, I'm guessing it's just dust and dirt being tracked into the building through the parkade and everything. It goes up the elevator shafts. It's just blowing dusty. around. Yeah. But so even I'm trying here, to prevent all this dust, but it still gets in. Even in here, like, can you guys smell dust? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I can. Listen, you can hear how plugged my nose is. I know. I feel that oh, way, too. Geez. Yeah. Can't breathe out of it. Yeah. It sucks. Well, imagine finding out that the reason why your nose is plugged and you guys are having a hard time breathing today isn't because of your allergies. A 38-year-old guy in New York told his doctor he was having a hard time breathing and that this has been going on for several years now and he didn't know why. Mm -hmm. So they decided to go up his right nostril with a tiny camera and they found a tooth growing in his nose. Ah! There could be teeth up there. Well, because like your top teeth, obviously something flipped and it grew oh. this way into your sinuses. It was an, ins- is that an incisor? In, in, yeah. yeah. Which is the teeth in the front of your mouth. Oh my God. So, so that went up? So it wasn't like a molar. It was oh. like your front teeth. Oh my oh. God. I do not like unexpected teeth. And uh. they could clearly see it poking out mm. into his nasal cavity. Mm. Oh, gross. Oh, that, uh, that is a nasty photo. Now, extra teeth aren't unheard of, but they usually show up near the roof of your mouth, not way up inside your nose. Luckily, he's okay. They did surgery to remove the tooth. He's breathing a lot easier now. Uh. And they say that this can definitely happen. I wonder how far back. It must have been deeper than like a, a pinky length. Yeah, because you would have felt it over the years. You'd think. You're like, oh, what's this rock hard thing in here? It ain't yeah. a boog. You're right. It must have been like way up where he yeah. couldn't. It was probably in like this sinus cavity a bit and it would just get infected. Oh, it's weird. Like when I got my nose fixed, they thought something was wedged up there, like left up there from previous surgery. Or a tooth. Or a tooth. <laughs> they didn't tell me tooth. I think I, if they suggested tooth, I think I that's all I would have thought about. Some weird tooth growing in my face. Why does that weird us out so much? I don't know. Because it doesn't belong there. Is that what it is? Yeah. A tooth should not be in my nasal passage. Has anybody ever had a tooth growing out of the the roof of their mouth? Can that happen? Some people can double up. Mm -hmm. Like a shark. Yeah. Like some people can have teeth behind their teeth. Yeah, they just slip. Yeah, yeah. Push the baby teeth out. Yeah. Really? Uh Mm Uh-huh. Yeah, give that a Google. There's some gnarly photos of that. Yep. So what do they do? Do they like just pull the extra teeth? Well, yeah. if, if you don't have dental plan or you can't afford it, you just you have multiple teeth. Mm-hmm. Most of the time, they'll just pull the baby teeth. But think of how quick you can mulch how steak. Efficient. <laughs> <laughs> Does it gross you out to watch your kids lose their teeth, or are you cool with it? I'm fine with it. Like They're, even the flicking of the tooth, where you're like, <laughs> cl- cl- they'll go like they'll bend them straight ninety. <laughs> I know it's crazy. Yeah. yeah. I remember doing that as a kid. Oh, I remember yeah. I remember sitting Ugh. in school yeah. and like playing with it mm-hmm. and just being like, uh, 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 uh. When you and push it back further and further with your tongue, you're like, mm-hmm. oh, that can go quite far, right? Eh? Yeah. And, or it would, you would either feel it to the point where it would hurt mm-hmm. or you were like, why is it just flipping around without any pain? Yeah. 
And anytime something is awry in your mouth, oh. like your tongue is just tongue all goes. over it. Mm-hmm. Like especially if like a, let's say you had a tooth removed or whatever, yeah. and they're like it needs time to heal, but you want to poke it your with tongue your tongue. Don't care. Yeah. yeah, my tongue. Yeah, it just it flies you, in the back, you, and you're like. <laughs> Tongue's the overprotective mother of the mouth. Yeah. It's just constantly inspecting everything. I let my tongue do what it's going to do. Mm-hmm. Like it's, you got your own, you got a mind of your own. Let's do something quick here. 780-489-4669. Text us if you like as well at 56789. Did you have a weird, uh, did you have a tooth growing somewhere mm-hmm. where it shouldn't have been growing? Roof of your mouth. Did you have like the two layer, like the two rows of teeth? Is a tooth only reserved for the head or can I get a tooth growing on my arm? Like a palm tooth? Yeah, my palm tooth. No, it's, I think it's only reserved for the mouth. Is it just only in this area? I think so. But why? I don't know. Well, why, why anything? Yeah. Why did we stop at two ears? Yeah. How does the body know? <laughs> why? Just, how do you why know they to put decide, that right there? Why two sets of teeth? Yeah, I don't know. Like, uh, what is the point of that? Why do we lose the teeth and then get adult teeth in? Mm-hmm. Uh, here, uh, 780-489-4669 if you got a story. Uh, Jane, how are you doing today? Oh, I'm good, thanks. How are you? Doing pretty good. Uh, what's going on in your mouth? <laughs> well, when I was a kid, I had, uh, I had braces, and I actually had a tooth that was growing up into my palate. <gasps> uh, it didn't hurt or anything like that, but when I was, like, at the orthodontist, they ended up having to do surgery and attach, like, um... A button to the tooth, and then it was a chain attached to my braces to pull the tooth back down. What? They were able to pull it from the pot, like the roof of your mouth, and bring it back into your teeth, into your yeah, your regular teeth. Yeah, and it was it like took time, obviously, but yeah. so every once in a while, when I would go into the orthodontist, they would shorten the chain and really <laughs> pull the tooth <laughs> back to where it had to be. That is wild. That is crazy. Yeah. And w- I would imagine you could feel like pressure or tension when they're when you go in and they tighten it, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like it, if you had braces as a kid when they when they redo it every month or whatever. Like it was it tight. Nice and tight again. Yeah. So it's that kind of thing. Man. Yeah. How far did the tooth have to move? Like, was it in the middle of your mouth or was it kind of on the side? Uh, from what I understand, I think it was in the mid- like kind of in the middle side portion yeah it was an adult tooth and so they had to like they had to remove a tooth to get in there to do the surgery to get it um but it was pretty it was pretty far not as far up like to my nasal cavity though (laughs) yeah 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 i'm surprised like you think it would just be easier to yank it out because you said they ripped a tooth out to get to this one why don't you just leave the tooth that's there and then rip out the one in your palate they attached a chain to it and then moved yeah so when you spoke, yeah. when, like when you spoke, obviously there was that chain in your mouth. Could you feel like a little bit of tugging on that area? No, like only when they adjusted it could I feel the, the like pressure of the chain. But as like the time went on, like the chain would kind of dangle there. So I would always play with it in my tongue. Well, yeah, your well, tongue immediately is going to be all over that new tooth. Yeah. Huh. yeah, it was wild. Yeah, that's um, cool. Just so you know, Jane, I'm just looking at the texts that are coming in, and that is not rare. No, I know. Like a lot of people oh, say yeah, they have the tooth in the palate, the button in the chain as well. Yep. Had I remember the, the orthodontist being like, "Yeah, you've got like a four carat gold chain in your mouth." <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, yeah. that is that is fascinating. Huh. Cool. Okay. Thanks so much for sharing that. Oh, yeah, no problem. Have a good day. Yeah, you too. You too. Bye-bye.
Bye. I, that's the first I've heard of that, and it's not rare. Look at how many people have yeah. had that done. Yeah. Wow. That is crazy. That is pretty crazy. So in order to like, it's weird that you can move teeth, like with braces or with like retain, yeah, like huh? any of that. The fact that teeth can move around is mm. is really interesting. Have you Googled pictures of it too? I was Googling it while she was talking, yeah, to see what she was. Here, I'll post a picture of one. It's weird to look at. This one's like right dead Ooh. center of the roof of the mouth. This text here from uh, Ashley says, I'm on my way to work. I work at an oral surgeon. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is a, it called um, exposed teeth, I guess. And this is very common. The weirdest one I've seen, though, is someone had nine extra teeth, four of them directly under the tongue. Under the tongue. Oh, my God. Teeth are wild. Crash was asking about teeth other places in the body. Yeah. And people are texting about tumors. Tumors can grow a tooth anywhere. Oh my god, really? Yeah, I guess they can. They mm-hmm. grow, tumors can grow organs inside them. So not bad enough to get a tumor growing. Yeah, but now it's getting its yeah. own life. And now you got a dentist up your bone. Uh, <laughs> no! <laughs> Did you see the uh, photo I posted? Yeah, that would drive me bananas. Uh, first of all, they have bad cavities going on. Well, those but, look like old fillings. Uh, on the side? Oh, maybe they need some work. But if I had like a little button like that on the roof of my mouth, all I would do is play with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like oh, all day long. Man. Um, Alice, how you doing? Hey, good. How are hey, you guys? Doing Hi, fantastic. Good. Uh you had an interesting tooth when you were a kid, right? Well, no, it was my it was my son. He's thirteen now, but when he was nine, he had to go in. Well, we got sent from our dentist to an ortho. Yeah. Because his two front teeth were kinda wonky. Yeah. And so we went into the ortho and he did the panoramic. And then he's like, oh, well, he's got an extra tooth up in his palate. And I'm like, what? Yeah. Oh. And um, so he thought maybe that was putting pressure on the front teeth. And that's why they were coming in that way. So he's like, well, so he recommended us go to a surgeon and have it removed. And when I was at the surgeon, he said, actually, he goes, yeah, it's really common. He said, actually, his one brother had like, yeah, six or seven of them. Wow. And what they do is they, um, yeah, they cut behind his front teeth and then they kind of peel it back and then they take the tooth out. But because there's a little hole in there, they put a little bone graft in there. Oh. And, oh. Then, they, and then they put it back up and they suture it. Well, I guess, yeah, yeah you got to fill the, fill the void a bit. Sure. Yeah, so you don't have that big pocket, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, so they did that. And, yeah, so he lived on booster juice for about a week. <laughs> well, yeah, because you can't chomp down on anything. No, of course not. Yeah, booster no. juice and yeah. soups, yeah. So they oh, actually yeah. removed it then. They didn't chain it and move it over. No, no, because it, was, it, was, it wasn't exposed. It was like a lump on the top of his palate. And like, okay. I'm surprised the dentist never recognized it. But mm-hmm. uh, Yeah, with x-rays. Yeah, did, did he end up keeping the full tooth? No. Oh, no, you didn't no, keep no. it? They no. Took it out. Oh, yeah. You're like, get rid no, of that. No, because I don't think, no, yeah. I don't think it has like a, a root system like the normal ones do. I think it's just kind of like a calcification. Uh, yeah, it's like a, like a lump of bone. Oh, yeah, it doesn't have the big like yeah. the roots and nerves. Yeah. I know with my wisdom teeth, I only had one wisdom tooth, um, and the other one just uh, never calcified. So, huh. You know, That's fascinating. That yeah, yeah. Man, the mouth yeah. is interesting. All right, okay. Thanks, Alice. Uh, yeah. <laughs> thanks, guys. <laughs> okay. Bye. Bye. Man, that's fascinating. Mm-hmm. What if you needed that tooth for something though? Like it's some unforeseen event in the future. Well, yeah. there was a reason you had that tooth. Yeah, it was like a. It was just uh, sitting there for mm-hmm. uh, rainy day fund. But meanwhile, yeah. you had a tooth ripped out, and you're like, oh no, where's my rainy day tooth? <laughs> <laughs> this text here says, guys, I work at a dental office. Um, we had a long time ago a patient come in. She had eleven extra teeth on the top. Wow! 
That's a lot. We didn't see them until they did the panoramic x-ray. So the 11 teeth were still, I'm guessing, up in here then, right? Mm. Yeah. So if you've got teeth up in here. Do they just float around? And you're an adult. Yeah. Do they float up there or do you lose your adult teeth and then those come down? I think if you lose them. Like if for whatever reason they get knocked out, yeah. then your new one grows. You got a spare. Oh you my god. Spare. Yeah, why why haven't want, we all been developed I want spares. like that? That's where we should be at, yeah. right? Yeah. That's how sharks work. Yeah. Oh, I guess yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they always have that uh, that backup there. Constantly churning new teeth. teeth. <laughs> like hockey players could really use this. Yeah. <laughs> we all could. We're living to 100 now. Yeah. Teeth weren't built to last that long. No, they weren't. That's You're right. Very true. By 70 get a whole new set of yeah. teeth. Yeah. You don't need the dentures, right? Friggin' bodies evolve. Yeah. Come on. That's right. Uh, This text here says, um, I'm 43. I have all of my wisdom teeth. Mm -hmm. Only because I still have four baby teeth. So there was plenty of room for the wisdoms to grow in. So they still have baby teeth? So you have like Jack White teeth? Oh, yeah, because his teeth are really small. He's got the teeny tinies. Yeah, he's got like baby teeth. So why didn't your baby teeth fall out? Do you not have big t- big people teeth no, under no, there? No largies to push them? Yeah. That's what Unless it is, right? Eh? Yeah, they're, yeah, they're not big enough to push out and they just stay? Yeah. Like, I is mean, the quality of a baby tooth better or worse than an adult tooth? I think it's worse. Yeah, I've seen my fair share. They are trash teeth. <laughs> <laughs> they're there's just nothing to them. Yeah. Really? There's I'm surprised like that kids can eat anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They look fine inside their tiny mouths, but once they're, like, loose, yeah. oh, man. It's just a pointless tooth. It's a tooth. joke. Oh. Mm-hmm. Could you imagine all of us with, like, big adult mouths having yeah. child teeth? Well, yeah. Look at look at Jack White. It would look like the, photo. It would look like when you go get your teeth, like the cap ones, put them and they file oh, like them veneer. down really small. Oh yeah, when you see someone getting veneers and you look at their teeth, Ooh. pre-veneer, yeah, pre-veneer, pre-veneer. Yeah. it's like a bunch of little like sharp vampire fangs. Yeah. Um, Cat, how you doing? Hey, good. How are you? Doing pretty good. Uh, you uh, you had a wonky tooth for a bit, right? I did, actually. Uh, my eye tooth on my right side. Yeah. I had braces when I was 12, and the eye tooth was actually growing sideways in the roof of my mouth. So they actually had to do the surgery uh, to pull it down when I had the braces. Oh. What they did was they had cut it open and exposed it, and then they actually glued a bracket to the tip of the tooth and then attached the wire through the bracket. To pull it out? Um, yeah, to, to pull it down. Yeah. So every time I went in for a, for a like um, a twist there, a tighten, then they would pull it down more. But because I was 12 and it felt really weird because I had this like metal bracket inside the gum of my mouth, yeah. I kept playing with it with my tongue. And one night I actually popped it off. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh yeah. no. <laughs> so oh. I had to call the dentist at 11 o'clock at night for emergency. They couldn't get me in. They got me in at 7 o'clock in the morning. By the time we got back to the dentist that morning, after knocking the bracket off, my gum had completely sealed up and rehealed. And the tooth, like, fell back in place. Yeah, so they had to cut it open again oh. and glue the bracket on again. And then um, two months later, my gum actually healed over the bracket. (gasps) Oh, my God. That tooth did not want to come out. No. No, 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 it didn't. And so my uh, orthodontist was like, well, you may have really crappy teeth, but at least you've got really healthy gums. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's a good thing, I guess. Yeah. (laughs) They just kept healing. (laughs) Yeah, right. Did the tooth eventually come out and it was all good? 
Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I had braces for three years, but, oh, yeah, it God. did come down and uh, grow in and properly and all of that. But, That's yeah, three surgeries. Three times they had to cut my gum open to oh, get that tooth to come out. Yeah, your tongue just couldn't uh, leave it alone. Yeah, they're just trying to yank it down. Mm-hmm. All Yikes. Right. Okay, thanks, yeah. Kat. Thanks, Kat. Yeah, for sure. Okay, bye-bye. <laughs> It's like, weird that, like, on a little tooth like that, they put a bracket and... Uh, well, it's interesting that you'll, you'll pull it out and, like, put and it in move place. It. Wild. I, it's just crazy that you can just move teeth around. Oh, I know. Like, it takes a bit of time, but things are moving around. Uh, Alex, how you doing? Good. How are you guys? Doing pretty hey, good. good. Uh, how's your mouth? <laughs> uh, it's, it's good. I still have a baby tooth. What? And I'm, uh, I'm 34. Really? Yeah. Where yeah. Where's your baby tooth? Is it, like, a little front tooth? <laughs> No, it's uh, like it's on the bottom, probably about three or four on one side. Like yeah. you, looking at it, you wouldn't really be able to tell. It's just slightly smaller. Yeah. But I know which one it is, and but it's as strong as anything else. Huh? Weird. And like when you go to the dentist with the X-ray, it still shows that there's another tooth under that one. No, there's no. There was never an adult molar there. Oh, oh, the adult tooth never. So you ever got that. Formed. You got that one shot. Yeah, and I that's can't, it. I can't it up. <laughs> yeah, if you yeah, you got to hang on to that baby tooth because there's nothing else behind it. Did it grow to be like an adult size? Like, does it fit your face or is it small? No, it's like I mean, it looks fine. It looks normal. Um, and so, like if I if you like if I grip my teeth, everything fits. If I smile, you can't tell. Um, but like I said, I know which one it is. Yeah, and it's just slightly smaller. But like I asked my dentist a while ago, and they're like, well, as long as you like take care of it like any other tooth it'll be fine mm-hmm. wild huh yeah mars i feel like you're, you're giving him a bit of a complex no 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 i didn't i, I know I, I mean that's fine <laughs> you really should be concerned about that small tooth. no i'm just wondering because sometimes like because little kids teeth are super small yeah yeah that's why i'm just wondering, wondering if, if it's like a dramatic if, yeah, difference like, yeah. or if it grew yeah that's weird uh, like, yeah, like it fits with my adult molars on top and yeah it looks fine yeah. Huh, huh. That's interesting. Okay. Thanks, Alex. Thanks, Alex. No Love okay. your show. Oh, thanks, buddy. Call anytime. Bye-bye. Bye. There's a couple of people while Alex was talking there. Like this one says, I also have four baby teeth. Mm. They're only a little bit smaller. You mm. wouldn't be able to tell. But, Ginge, you said they're trash teeth. Oh, so just, as an adult, you really have to take care of these. They're just they're just little jokes. It's a joke of a tooth. Mm-hmm. It's the so smallest teeny. thing you've ever seen. But if you give it time, maybe when it's around long enough, like it turns into a real... Real like man's tooth. They're so <laughs> tiny. It's like a it's a concern between the time the kid loses it and that evening before the tooth fairy comes that we're going to lose the tooth somewhere in the house. Oh, oh, it's oh, it's that yeah, little. They're novelty yeah. sized teeth. Mm. Huh. Hmm. Uh, another one. Uh, Denica, how you doing? Good. How Excellent. Are you? Not doing fantastic. Um, what's uh, what's up with your kid's teeth? Okay, so my son uh, had shark teeth. So he had his baby teeth then he had two extra sets behind that and then another set of teeth behind it. What? Wait a second, four sets of teeth? So what happened was he had to... Oh. Oh. Oh, Danica, we've lost you. You're gone. We lost connection. Shark tooth cutter. Shark tooth cutter. Crazy, though. That is pretty crazy. A new study found that fans of movies like The Fast and the Furious tend to speed more than the rest of us. I mean, I guess that makes sense. People were asked how often they break the speed limit and how often they are exposed to content that encourages speeding. That includes movies, shows, and games like Grand Theft Auto. 
fans of stuff like that are more likely to speed and get speeding tickets in general. They're also exposed to more fast-driving content on social media, and they're more likely to say that their friends speed a lot as well. Well, yeah. As soon as you see any sort of uh, like high-speed chase movie, yeah. you're like, sweet, yeah. It's excited to do. And then next time you get into the vehicle, you're like, here we go. So... Vroom, vroom, vroom. If you go see Fast and the Furious in the theater, you're speeding. Oh my god, I'm racing home. (laughs) (laughs) I'll do a fraction of what they've done on the big screen. Yeah. And I'll feel like a man. Uh, Yeah, you will. (laughs) It does do something like if you're playing like uh, Grand Theft Auto for a couple hours in a row. Yeah. And then get behind the wheel. At least for me, maybe I'm a little slow though. It takes me a second to like, you know, disconnect. Oh, okay. Like, just right. like not like running over every pedestrian I see. <laughs> like, I don't blame video games for violence, but it's like a it's a real thing. Yeah. yeah. For me, when I get behind the wheel after like, you grip it and you like grip that steering yeah, wheel like, a little oh, tighter. You're like, oh yeah. If we were in San Andreas right now, I'd be running you over. Ginge has his leather driving gloves. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same with anything though. After you watch like a football game, sometimes you want to go and toss around the old pigskin. Yeah, you get inspired. By yeah, it. you watch some hockey. Yeah. You want to all of a sudden strap the skates on. Yeah. Hayden at 56789 on text says, guys, after seeing Fast 7 in theaters, I got a 50 over ticket in my crappy little neon. (laughs) What would Dom do? Right? And I think that's Uh, the thing, too, is if you're leaving the theater, you're probably even more jacked. Yeah. Just because you were just immersed into the whole Mm -hmm. movie. First, just watching it at home and then time passes on. You watch it in the theater. It's action packed. You're like, yeah, you're leaving it. You're like, that was cool. You get into the car. You're like, (laughs) That is great. This text here says, you guys, I saw Fast and the Furious and I was instantly putting 20 kilometers per hour to my speed as I left. Yeah. Yeah. People saying just us talking about it is adding 20 kilometers an hour to their speed. Yeah. This one here says, guys, I was speeding my parents' Jetta after the first Fast and the Furious. Yeah. Mostly because there was a car like it in the movie. Mm. LOL. Right, you got to test your uh, test your wheels. I had no idea that Volkswagens could do that. <laughs> Another one here says, "Not a movie, but I went go karting yeah. and then got in my car to drive downtown." Oh my god, yes, <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> oh, that's pretty funny. Good pretty times. Um, I want to ask you guys this: seven eight zero four eight nine four six six nine is our number to call. Text us if you like as well at five six seven eight nine. Um, there was a time here in the in the city of Edmonton, and there was also, I think, I don't know if other cities did it as well. Crash, maybe, uh, maybe you, in Winnipeg they did. Did you guys have nightclubs for minors? No, they may maybe. I've I've never heard of that. Where you could be underage, yeah. and the nightclub would open up for a night, and you no. could go out. No, that would have been cool, but no, we, I've, yeah, we've never had that. They didn't have that. No. Haley, when you were younger, did they have like nightclub openings for minors? I don't think so. We had like youth centers that we could go to in like Gibbons and Bonacord. Mm-hmm. There was like, it was set up like a little restaurant that you could go to that was youths only. Yeah. But you're talking like the actual like adult nightclub for one night only opens like to teens. Oons, oons, oons? Yeah. Yeah. Like, that. like an actual like Barry T's nightclub, yeah. for example, here in the city. Uh, they had like uh, like kid night. <laughs> it sounds so ridiculous me saying it now. That's why the club was like nicknamed Barely Teens. Yeah, probably yeah, because yeah. we were barely teens. <laughs> <laughs> 
it's horrible. But I believe that you could, because I went as a, as a minor, mm-hmm. and it was minor nights. And you could go and get dropped off in this like nightclub setting, mm-hmm. but they didn't serve any alcohol. How they made money, I have absolutely no idea, because everyone knows you make your money off of booze. Mm-hmm. But I, I have... Premium pop? <laughs> I, yeah, because you could get pop, or you could get like some, like a, some snacks, yeah. or... You could, people are like, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. I know. Yeah, because like, what a waste of even opening the club. But it also gave like... Teens aren't tipping. But it also <laughs> gave a 15-year-old the taste of like... Well, you're priming them Drinking. for a, yeah. You're priming them for a good time. <laughs> you're priming yeah. them to go Once out. Once you're of age, man, right? So, this is a different nightclub. Did they, they? You said they didn't have those in Winnipeg. No, right? I don't recall that. All right, I want to take a trip down memory lane with you guys, and I want to know uh, if you guys were going to nightclubs when you were children. Mm-hmm. Nightclubs for kids. Boca's Beach Club. Do you remember that? Uh, they had teen night. Was that here? I don't remember Boca's Beach Club. No. Oh. Why did we name things beach clubs in the middle of the well, prairies? Because beach club meant party. I guess it did. Boca's Beach Club. Mm-hmm. It had teen night. Yeah, they did a teen night. It looks like uh, like everyone's sexing in that uh, like all the all the clubs had teen night. I guess as a teen though, I wasn't really in Winnipeg, so. Yeah, I'm just trying to think. Like, was it a '90s thing? And Winnipeg, or was it... Winnipeg is a big club market. Or was it like, an Alberta tons, thing? There's tons of nightclubs there, so chances are they probably did it. I just wasn't in the city. Right. Yeah. Uh, some people say that they did still serve booze. Oh. Like if I'm adults. I'm trying to think now. If adults so were there? if you went in and you were of age, adults were allowed to go to teen night. <laughs> oh, so hold on a second. Let's figure this out. Did they have? Adults at teen night? Like maybe chaperones? I don't You put a bunch of teens in a in a dimly lit nightclub with beats pumping, like things will happen. That's, that's horrible. Well, that's what it, that's it. It is what it is. So you put like 15 year old kids mixed in with like 18, 19 year olds? Well, no, I, I, I would imagine it's like adults. I don't think an 18, 19 year old wants to hang out with a bunch of teens. Yeah, but I, I think it's think adults doing like chaperoning. I, I, no crash. At Barely Teens, there was no adults. Yeah, but that might, be, that might be a different situation. No. <laughs> no. All right, let's talk about going to the nightclubs when we were kids, like mm-hmm. minors, underage. I don't know why it was a thing here in the 90s. Mm-hmm. Where did you go? Was it just in the province of Alberta? Some people are texting and saying they had a 19 plus section. Oh, a little roped off so section. The roped off section, the older people could go. Still, why would you? I have like super vivid memories of me walking around a nightclub at the age of 15. With a, a, a sprite? With a sprite. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what a crazy time. Yeah, yeah. Did you go clubbing when you were a kid? This, this is the Crash and Mars podcast. Have you ever attended a underage nightclub? Like you were a teen and you were allowed to go into the adult nightclub. Yeah, it was a thing. It, it was really popular here in the city. And I mean, look at all the texts that are coming in. And all the drinks were just non-alcoholic. Well, they were. Did they keep Did they keep like the real booze names? Or did they make them all fun? Like, oh, like beach no, ball. No, they were like, you know, virgin whatever. Virgin yeah. rum and coke. Well, I don't know about rum and coke. But. Virgin <laughs> rum and coke. I guess that would just be a coke. <laughs> That's literally a Coke. (laughs) But like your virgin like Caesars or, you know, something like that. Mm. Uh, This text here says, hey, guys, I grew up in Calgary and there was a club there called the Flip Side. Oh, it was 13 to 17 only. 
Wow. Even then, a 13-year-old hanging around 17-year-olds Ooh. feels crazy to me. Do they, I'm going to guess but they I, don't I do. I'm going to guess they don't do any of this anymore, right? I really hope not. Cuz there's I don't think so. Cuz I'm sure all kinds of wrong went down. Well, yeah, I mean, of course, you're just bumping and grinding. Well, yeah, I would have been a terrible teen. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, like when you're younger, 13 and 17, the difference. That's a big yeah, gap. that's a big it's, gap. It's a lot different than like 20 and 25. Yeah. yeah. It's very different. Oh, yeah. 13 Huge to 17 difference. is like a lifetime yeah. in between those four years. Yeah. Like, oh, my God, you're really hot. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to dance? <laughs> oh. And at 13, like, I was still secretly playing with my Barbies. Oh, yeah. yeah. I still liked like littler kid things. Yeah, me too. Like, you were, you're in that time of your life where you're like, well, I, I like my toys, but I I shouldn't like my toys. You yeah. know that weird split? Yeah, you're on the cusp of adulthood. Yeah, but yeah, there's a little piece of you that's like, I still really like that. It hangs on to your childhood. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I really wish I didn't wear my sweatpants. Oh, God. <laughs> Could you imagine 14-year-old crash at a kid oh, nightclub no. with 17-year-old girls yeah. walking around? Light gray sweatpants. Oh. <laughs> what were we doing? What were we doing, you guys? That would have been terrible. Oh, Oh. <laughs> I can't believe how many people did uh, these underage uh, bars. Wow. These teen bars. I've, I've never had the opportunity to yeah. do this. Yeah. Um, Charlotte can start things up here. Hey, Charlotte, how are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Hi, doing I'm good. good. Uh, you had up an all ages bar when you were a teen, right? Yeah. Okay, how so did this go? In Toronto, yeah. where you li- like it was all ages, and they sold alcohol, and the kids that were underage had to wear a wristband. Okay. So that they couldn't buy alcohol. That's it. it was that like was a regular bar with regular people, regular adults, just with young kids in it. Too. So you can have like and thirteen-year-olds to like thirty-year-olds. Yeah. Wow. If not older. When I went. Yeah. And I went for we went for New Year's Eve for my friend's sixteenth birthday. Wow. Yeah. How? And so I'm, I'm going to guess you definitely got your hands on alcohol. We actually were really good, and we didn't. Oh, oh, you like guys the were good. Of us that I went with, but I'm sure that other young teenagers that were in there were definitely getting their hands on alcohol. For yeah, because sure. oh, I feel sure. like if they you didn't wanted, do you that can... very long. Yeah, because of that. <laughs> yeah, but we definitely went to an to an all ages, and there was adults mixed in with us, and it was like a regular bar. Was it a really weird thing? Yeah. As a as a teen, was so it a really neat experience? Was it a what? Sir? Was it a really neat experience as a teen? It was. That was. It was really cool, actually. Yeah. It was fun. We got. A, we did a whole thing. We got a limo because it was my friend's 16th, and it was New Year's Eve because her birthday's on New Year's Eve. So wow, it was fun. Wow, yeah. that's really and cool. We came all the way from Orangeville, Ontario, huh. to Toronto. So it was an hour in the in the limo. Oh my god! Yeah. What a fun so time. That was fun. Yeah. That yeah. would be fun being in a limo yeah. and as a kid and a six, yeah, a sixteen, 16 year old in a limo, yeah, yeah. yeah for sure. <laughs> and I can't even, I can't even believe my mom let me go. <laughs> I know. My, my twin brother was with me, so that, I think that was the only reason why I was allowed to go. My mom was the strictest. Yeah, so, she yeah. sends you off to Toronto in a limo. In a limo, an hour away <laughs> from your suburb. Yeah, a bunch of grown adults. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Holy crap! Yeah. What a story. Okay, thanks, Charlotte. Thanks, yeah. Charlotte. Thanks, guys. Have a good weekend. Yeah, yeah you, you too. too. Bye-bye. It bye, bye. It is. It is crazy. Also, to think about like crash. I mean, we you know we don't really go to nightclubs, but let's say we went to like um like a, a place where. 
The hottest club in the town. The hottest club in town. And like a 15-year-old walks <laughs> by. I don't even know the name of it. No. I know, we don't. I, I don't no, know. I don't know. But like a 15-year-old or a 16-year-old walks by. Yeah. And there's you and I doing like shots at the bar. Like it's just, it's weird, Yeah, I'm like, right? what are you looking at? <laughs> wow, they're looking at your shots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As soon as you look at them, you can feel your own wrinkles. Oh, I yeah. know. <laughs> New wrinkles just pop up. Right? Ah, great hairs. Yeah, right? Oh. <laughs> this text here says, guys, when I was young, there was an underage nightclub in Edmonton called Shake. Okay. Oh. There was a party bus that would pick up all the kids in Spruce Grove and oh. drive us there. <gasps> all they served was Red Bull and water. Oh, my And God. I just remember stripper cages everywhere throughout the bar. Well... <laughs> Yeah, every uh, every bar pretty much had some cages. Yeah, and every city had a rum jungle. Yeah, they did. But this one was called Shake. This one's I don't. Called I don't Shake. know Shake. Yeah, I. I, I don't. Uh, that's wild. Mm-hmm. So all the kids in Spruce Grove would get on a bus, so and parents cool. would be like, "Bye, bye, have fun." And none of See us had c- cell phones, so you oh, couldn't yeah, get a hold yeah. of us. You just hope oh. that your kid comes back. That's or insane. you just, you don't even hope. You just expect. You're like, no, yeah, they'll be back. Oh, my parents would never, no. never allow me to do that. Jeez. Wow. Do you, uh, quick text right now. Do any underage nightclubs still exist? I'm looking for it. I don't, I don't see one. Yeah. Robin LaDuke says, uh, guys, there is a bar in LaDuke called Barnaby's. When I was growing up, they would have teen nights during the summer on Tuesdays. They would serve virgin daiquiris and all those drinks. But somebody would always sneak in a bottle of vodka and we'd hide it in the back of the toilet in the mm, bathroom. Throw it in the tank. So you'd get your virgin daiquiri and go and top her yeah, up. Yeah, ain't virgin anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Holy crap. Um, Kim, do you remember going to underage nightclubs? Oh, goodness, yes. Really? Oh, goodness, yes. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. I remember going to Berry Tees on, like, teen night. There was also one that was just behind Grant McEwen downtown. I try to remember the name of it. No idea. Hmm. But. Was it the sidetrack? Isn't that a bar on Oh, no, no sidetrack. It was down no. in that area, but it wasn't behind Grant McEwen. Shark Club? It was, Club? like, maybe two blocks behind Grant McEwen, like, right in that area. Okay. And I would go at like age 16, 17. And if you went with someone that was 18 in your friend's group, yeah, you could get alcohol. Oh, so they, they, they did allow 18 plus in there. I think they only, it's not like they let like 20, like nobody over 20 went. Yeah. But like in grade 12, when you wanted to be like cool, you'd try and like round up your 18 like your old friend that happened to just turn 18 like the week before and you're like please oh I'm yeah outside. so you can get some booze so you could get booze right and so they could buy like two drinks at a time and then they'd go disappear into the darkness with everyone dancing and then come back like three minutes later and the bartenders so, were like um so literally <laughs> literally all the teens were getting drunk oh yeah I got drunk crash <laughs> Yeah. Oh goodness, yes. Yeah, we were oh, sober. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there was yeah. no sober dancing. <laughs> no, no. And then once like your besties were finally all eighteen, then you just went to Barry T's for stripper night on Friday. Yeah. <laughs> of course. Yeah. What a wide array yeah. of n- nights totally at Barry wide. T's. Yeah, it was fun. I agree. Yeah, there you go. Okay, thanks, Kim. Thanks, Kim. <laughs> Bye. Bye bye. Some oh, wild memories. Uh, this one just came in too on the app. Yep. Do you remember this? George and Jana's. It was a sober club in the West Ed, uh, or in West Edmonton, rather. It says, loved it there. It was for minors and everyone else. I don't remember that one. 
No. George and Jana's cool hip name for the young folk. <laughs> <laughs> Two seniors, grandma and grandpa. Yeah, 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 maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, this text here, I remember, be, I remember being in pool halls as a minor. Mm. Pool halls as a minor here in Edmonton was big. I there was a that, couple of pool halls in the mall. Yeah. There was one for sure. Mm-hmm. Pool halls, uh, man, they had their time. That was a good time. I miss pool halls. Does anybody else miss a pool hall? Yeah. Do you need to bring some uh, pool halls back? Yeah. That's where I'll be. If you're looking for me, when they open a pool hall, that's where I'll be. When they open a pool yeah. hall. <laughs> that's where I'll be. <laughs> is uh, downtown the, uh, is it Metro Billiards? Is that still open? I don't know if it is. I've, I have spent a lot of time there, though. Anyone, anyone do pool there? There's uh, pool tables in the tap room in Camrose. In Camrose. I'm not driving out to Camrose. <laughs> That's a long drive. That's fun there. They got their own beer. Yeah. Well, Mars, you can roll into town and clean and put money on the table and clean uh, clean out the town. I'm not a bad pool player. Oh my god, I'd come with you. That's a throwback. Yeah, I'm not yeah, a bad oh, pool yeah. player. I love the tap room. <laughs> <laughs> this text here says, guys, I was a supervisor at an all-ages pool hall in Fredericton. Mm-hmm. Looking back on it this morning, it was really strange. Old men would shoot pool with 15-year-old girls and boys. Oh, weird. You yeah. like you put your money on that table. Well. You probably weren't playing for cash. Or maybe you were. I don't maybe know. Maybe you are. Yeah. yeah. Um, let's do uh, Tom. Hey, buddy. Hey, how you guys doing? Doing fantastic. Doing good. Uh, do you remember hitting up a teen nightclub? Yeah, absolutely. I was hitting up a teen nightclub. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I, was living, I was living in uh, Boise, Idaho. Oh, okay. okay. And there was this bar called uh, Bogey's. It was like a bar dance nightclub. Yeah. And so what they specifically did is that uh, you came in, talked to the bouncer, you know, and then they card you. And then you had to pay. Like, if you're going to the bar, you're going for free. Okay. Because you're going to bar. Yeah. But you had to pay a cover charge of like five bucks. Yep. Yeah. So you paid, paid the five bucks. And then they had it set. They had the bar separated off with uh, a wall. Yeah. So, like, towards the dance floor. Okay. So, like, there was, like, opening where you could go into the bar, you know, if you're old enough. But yeah. then they had bouncers sit, standing there, being, like, you know, looking all intimidating and stuff. You'd be like, you know, you'd be like, no, go away. Yeah, yeah. Huh. They just split the whole bar. So, you had an adult section and then the, the teen section. Yeah, you had your drinking age and yeah. then your teens. Yeah. Uh, one of the things uh, that they did is that uh, twice a week on Tuesdays was... Um, uh, country night, and then on Thursdays was, uh, you know, dry humping night. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and in the teen section, did booze make it over there? Nope. Nope. Booze didn't make it over there. Really? That's pretty um, good then. Yeah, so it was really good. And it was really nice, too, because uh, they also had, like, a balcony yeah. that, you could a- that you could access and go up sit down and chill out with friends or whatever. But But, as for me, I was on the main floor. I was dancing the whole dang night. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we did a lot of dancing, too. It was a lot of fun. Oh, that's great. Okay, thanks for sharing that, Tom. Thanks, Tom. No problem. Okay. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Yeah, I don't. Tom might not be telling the truth for the radio. Well, uh, booze always made it over. Oh yeah, yeah. Tom might oh. not been into booze, but booze definitely booze was made it on over that side on the teen side. Oh yeah, <laughs> teens know how to find booze. Look at all the people <laughs> texting and saying they were drinking at fourteen mm-hmm. at the club. It's so weird. Yeah, right. It is really weird. Yeah. Um, <laughs> one more on this. Sure. Uh, Christina, hello. Good morning. Hey. Hi. Um, you uh, you hit up a nightclub for underage night, right? Yeah, that was uh, back in 1990 at uh, Barry T's. 
on the, Calgary Trail. That yeah. was like the go-to for everyone. Barry Tees eh? was the teen night for sure. Yeah. Yeah, uh, the only way I was allowed to go is if I took my little sister with me. So I had to babysit her while I was trying to be cool with my friends and Uh, drinking all the virgin drinks like virgin Caesars, vodka slimes, candy apples. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. Were you trying to get your sister away? You're like, go away. But was she just like clinging to you? Oh, yeah, like stuck to the hip. Oh, you're like, you're ruining my Were you guys just there to like dance and to meet people? Oh, big time. Like, that's when Boys to Men was out. So yeah. you'd have the, like, Little really cute black guys wearing the silk again. shirts. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the silk shirts. Damn right. <laughs> oh, classic time. That's so great. <laughs> yeah, what a great memory. Thanks, Christina. Thanks, Christina. Thank you. Have a good day. Want to join the show live? Live. Catch them weekday mornings, 6 to 10, on 1023 Now Radio. 1023 Now Radio.